0: Ain't got nothing but love, babe. Eight days again Ladies and gentlemen It's time to talk about that ending You know the one I'm talking about That ending From that first moment you see that X-Wing coming You knew what was about to happen And these boys that you're about to listen to Are about to explode with excitement for your ears I can't wait they can't wait we all can't wait it's eight days a geek welcome how are you doing oh my god I haven't heard you in so long Oh wait I can't hear you because you're listening but guess what I wish you could talk back because this pod is gonna be a very interesting one there is gonna be some drama kicking off this isn't a trailer or a teaser But future Chris will enjoy it at some point, I'm I'm sure. (laughs) But there is going to be a lot of stuff going down in this podcast because we are talking about one of the biggest endings of TV history, the Mandalorian series, season two, (laughs) final episode. (gasps) Wow. And I am AJ Jenks and I'm here with... Benjamin Pryor. And... Chris Weeks. Well, boys... That was a mess, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a mess. Season That's, uh, series ending episode. Exactly. That's the kind of guy I am. We yeah. are here to talk about, which, in my opinion, and I hope you b- boys both agree, this is one of the biggest TV endings in TV history. Yeah, it yeah, is. TV, TV, TV history. TV. Endings, TV. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it wasn't even on TV, which makes it even more fun. It was on my TV, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. All right, okay, <laughs> all right. Let's calm that down. Let's calm that down. It's a BBC uh, Me. Boys, and like we do about films, hang on, I'm just having a sip of my whiskey. Uh, Isn't that a brandy glass? Shit. But um, I'm actually going to ask you, what situation were you in when you watched this podcast? Were you oh, I'm with- glad you asked, Jenks. Yeah, thanks, mate. I- um, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what? Si- were you were you sitting on your own watching it? Were you with friends? Were you, were you with family? What was going on? Ben, let's start with you. Ben watched it yeah. first
1: out of the three of us. I know that much.
2: Yeah, I did. And I'd just like to say first of all, none of us were with friends, of course, because we abide by social distance laws and you know, we, we don't like to we're not we're not lawbreakers here, you know, we're not we're not miscreants yeah, well said. of any Yeah. All right. You now shot we got me that down there. Yeah, now we got that out of the way. Um <laughs> yeah, so I was the first of this uh this little dancing trio to watch it. Um And it's always difficult to be the first, you know, to be the first. And then you've seen it and you have to just compress your excitement and it's difficult. But um, I tell you, my environment, I was sitting right where I am right now, boys. But I was was facing this way here, like this. (laughs) I was like that. Where are you? Describe. We can see, but the listeners can't. Oh, sure, yeah. So I'm in uh, my little home studio here in, uh, in in the heart of one of the freighters in, in Gatwick. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I was ready. I've got my, my surround sound okay. I've got two Ooh. monitors here. This is a lovely, lovely monitor that I've got here that uh, I watched it on. And I was ready. I had... Um, it was the morning as well, mad. So, you know, I was i eyed say the least. Uh, had my my coffee there, and it was only my first, not my not my, not my second. This is too much detail. I'd... No, you're going
0: way too into this. I was just literally asking I, were, I were you on your own. Or... <laughs> I had, of course,
2: I was, I'm always aware.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Well, there we go. There's there's a. That's what Ben was doing. Chris, what about you? Hi, guys. Oh, get on with it. Same same question to you. Thanks, mate.
1: Um, I Well, I knew that Ben had watched it, and he asked us to avoid spoilers, which in retrospect was very sensible. I wasn't able to watch it until I think I started watching it at about one o'clock because my son needed his nap. I was with him all day, and I put him down for his nap. I raced downstairs, and I watched it in the lounge of my house with the curtains drawn on my big old TV, and prayed that the Disney Plus app would not be <laughs> like it normally is. <laughs> and <said> incredibly, it. <laughs> it wasn't. It's He's a gonna miracle. To,
0: you're going to have to bleep yourself out I put it in. There. I put
1: it in. It was worth it. Bloody hell. The app is god-awful. <laughs> it isn't
0: great.
2: It's awful. Yeah, even on uh, the internet uh, version, the computer
0: version, it's slow, unresponsive. Oh, inexplicable. Awful, yeah. Which doesn't make any sense considering they have about 40 things on it. I'm yeah. Exactly. What's the problem?
2: <laughs> oh, and also you can't adjust quality. What? Ridiculous. What age are we in where you can't adjust
1: quality?
0: I yeah. want to so put it. if the it quality to... is rubbish, that's it. Yes, yeah. that's what you get. Have to deal with. Yeah. That? And
1: stupid. you should be grateful for it. Apparently.
0: Yeah. Oh. So I was with. Uh... Well, hold on. Oh, sorry. Go on, <laughs> Jenks. What He's about you? Done. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I was. Uh... So I had to wait, and I remember you boys said "You, you did saying, have to wait. Anything? Don't look at anything." I had to wait until about. Eight o'clock in the evening. Too late for my housemate to get home. Too late. Because we always we always watch it together. Ugh. a stupid and arrangement. And unfortunately, Loser. I know. Unfortunately, I saw a spoiler. Ah, oh. I'm see, This is what
1: happened. Gutted.
0: It was the biggest spoiler, if not one of the biggest spoilers in Star Wars history. <sighs> like any history.
2: Jenks, I and want all... to talk to you about a fable. Okay, you ever heard of the early bird catches the worm? Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: See, I didn't have any worms that day. No, not a single. First mistake. Any worms. And that's what really buggered me. And I think that actually, in retrospect now, has a little part of uh, I think it opi- does. My, my opinion of the episode. I'm so gutted. But, um, I saw just a picture, which it may have been Star Wars Theory, or one oh, of the that f- guy. Oh, right, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting another one too, in. Too. It's, it's really kicking off. Sorry, lads. I'm very excited. Um, and all it was, was Vader. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I imagine you've watched it. So there are going to spo- be spoilers, obviously, just so everyone knows. It was uh, comparing Vader's entrance in Rogue Ron. 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 Your hands are all sweaty.
2: <laughs> Your it hands are all sweaty.
0: <laughs> that, that entrance to Luke's entrance in this. But don't Which worry, was... I
2: will be putting this thumbnail as uh, the the spoiler. So yeah, just so we can spoil yeah. it for everyone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I not after
1: it. last time.
0: People have <laughs> oh, yeah. it's been Sorry. it's been a while now. So if you haven't watched it, you aren't really a fan. But for someone to <sighs> also for someone to put it up that quickly on <laughs> yeah. the day of its release,
1: that's dodge. The majority of sites were were pretty good about it. I saw yeah. one headline um, earlier, like at 11 o'clock or something. It came out 8 8 a.m. our time. I saw yeah. like an advert. At eleven o'clock, which was like um, spoiler, has changed the future of Star Wars forever, and I was like, right, that's it. I'm not looking at anything else yeah. all morning no. until yeah. I watch it.
0: Yeah, it was it was uh, really rubbish, to be fair. And I still had about I think four hours to go oh, until god. I watched it, and I was like, oh this my is, god,
1: this is Jenny's. I'm so upset. I'm so upset that you didn't have really. the same experience that I did. It I must know have been it was, the most it was painstakingly really painstakingly awful
2: four
0: hours of your life yeah but the thing is is that i didn't see the headline all i saw was the picture oh. and i reckon but my mind obviously went that picture of vader there is him in rogue one entering so and i said i didn't see luke's actual face i just saw a cloaked luke yeah but you know if you see that black cloak and that lightsaber especially yeah. that's it you know who that is yeah so that was uh that was kind of destroyed for me. Oh, bit, my God.
1: Which was absolutely rubbish. I think that has done for you with this episode. And yeah. we'll we'll get onto it, but I will take you through the yeah. emotional Please. roller coaster that was the last 20 minutes of this episode for someone who saw it afresh. You, I mean, I'm Let's... sure you can imagine, Jenks. Oh, I, I imagined a lot. <sighs> I just didn't get to have that firsthand. It just makes me so sad. Yeah. I mean that, that it, for Star Wars especially, you imagine oh. that they'll just wait. I mean yeah, wait 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, it's disgraceful. There's no need. But people are desperate to be that first person to have the thing, you
2: know. Yeah. That's what's oh. happened with with YouTube and algorithms and things, people needing to beat each other to yes. get the clicks yeah. to get the money. Yeah. That's the, the world we live in now. Yeah, it's business, isn't it? It's awful.
0: It really is terrible, but uh, at the uh, at the same time, obviously I was still well, we'll 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 get to yeah, it when yeah, we get to yeah. that point. So, Chris, if you want to uh,
1: get the ball rolling on sure. this, and, let, and let's have some fun, ladies let, and gentlemen. Let me Thank let you. me take you through what went on, boys. So, this is chapter sixteen, or as Jenks says, the final finale. Episode, TV TV episode of <laughs> TV, TV TV of the Mandalorian the second season uh, it's That's called the one? it's called the rescue it's directed by a chap called Peyton Reed and it's written of course by our old friend John Favreau and essentially it's exactly what it says on the tin it is the rescue the big episode that we've been waiting for it's the series finale it's unbelievably exciting as 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 we came into it obviously we knew exactly what was going to happen it had been set up to be just this sort of thing. So when we open, we open with one of those classic imperial shuttles. They're called Lambda class shuttles. Boys, we've seen them around a lot, but of course they were famously in Return of the Jedi, and it was what they used to yep. get down to Endor. And uh, the the first wonderful little tidbit that we had was it two episodes ago now that we had the size Se- blast, the seismic charges. Yeah. This time we had the. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the most ridiculous little oh. blasters that Slave One has got. Yeah. Everything all right there?
0: Yeah, yeah everything's fine. My, uh, my pop shield just fell down.
1: That doesn't happen often, I promise. <laughs> but we have Slave One in uh, hot pursuit of this Lambda class shuttle. I love it. I love the fact that these little blasters are so utterly pathetic I know. on this oh, unbelievable God. ship. It's the great. sound of them it's yeah. just I'd forgotten that sound as well and when it when mm. it was opening fire I suppose they did it in the last episode as well because they had the ties no that's also this episode I take it all back no 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 I'm, I'm confusing myself because I was in such an emotional state when I watched this episode but well, as soon as I heard it I was straight back in 2002 Attack of the Clones I was like oh my god there it is yeah. Slave 1 yeah. actually in combat unbelievable and um, the person on board this Imperial shuttle is Dr. Pershing, who we've seen before, and who is the cloner and the uh, the genetic expert who was experimenting on Baby Yodes way back in the first season. And he's like, what's going on here? And, and the pilots are like, just shut up. This isn't your lab. Great. These pilots have got quite a lot of sass for a very small they, they part. Do. They really do. An they awful really- lot
0: up front about everything yeah they, if i
1: weren't mistaken i'd say they're a bit too big for their boots i, if think you know what you're I mean. you're right someone needs to yeah. take them down a peg or two yeah and they do uh, because <laughs> then uh on slave one boba decides to use his ion cannon it's a great idea why was he firing on it in the first place let's give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt and say it was to take down the shields so that the ion blast could get through does that sound good that's
0: yeah. Sensible. To be fair, that's the classic Star
1: Wars way Great. of just inventing. Like yeah. How it works. That's, that's, <laughs> that's probably how it would go. The issue then yeah. is that then Fett gets on the comms and he says, "Deactivate your shields." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a real shame, but not the end of the world. And he says, he "Let all that go." Yeah. Yeah. Deactivate your shields. Deactivate your transponders. Transpon. Transponders. That was a Friends reference for you, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, oh. right. Yeah. Do you remember that one? He's a trans. Transponder. I don't remember that. It's the one where they have oh, the quiz actually, yeah. to win the apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. I do remember that. Yeah, and uh, and prepare for boarding. This is so cool. This is like pirate talk, like proper yeah. proper pirate talk, which is so good. Jenks, yeah, what what, what, you, what you got there? <laughs> so I was just showing off a picture um
0: of a new group that I formed. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> I, I had God, a feeling AJ that... Jenks and his Lost Souls Society band <laughs> listeners make sure you check them out. New music to come
1: seamless segue though i mean yeah great. really good anyway so Bo- boba boba fett says prepare for boarding i love the line straight away prior yeah. can you give us your best fett prepare for boarding yeah, go on prepare for boarding it's so good to be fair it's, not bad, not it's so good thank I'm you bloody good at that. oh my Thanks. god but yeah it was you know that what? and i love the way that like Boba Fett doesn't really—he hasn't really done much. He's just piloted Slave One for quite a while, but his um his aura is like menacing and powerful, and like he's the master of all these surveys. I just love that he's got an awful lot of yeah. gravitas and authority that that um really reads well on screen. Yeah. Um, Doctor Pershing is like, maybe we should fight them, and the co-pilot is like, no, absolutely not. I don't <laughs> have a death wish, is what he says. Dreppel. Yeah, which is ironic. It ironically happens
0: when they get on the ship.
1: Yeah, that's true. But he's, he's. Yeah, I suppose it's the ship is not like Pershing is saying. Oh, maybe we should shoot them. No, are you mad? Oh right, yeah. Maybe it's that. This yeah. next shot. I know I'm going slowly, boys, but this next shot resonated with me massively uh, because we saw Slave One's the body of Slave One, the hull of Slave One going over the cockpit, <gasps> and I was like, yeah. that's exactly how it would feel. And we'd never seen yeah. that before. But if you were being boarded by an enemy ship in Star Wars, that's what you would see, you know? Yeah. And you'd be yeah. like, oh, my God, this is this is serious stuff. You know, you're seeing this massive yeah. ship. And um, we hear the classic docking sound, which we heard in A New Hope. And in comes our old friend Mando. And... Um, the, the, the two pilots are like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. OK, right. They introduce Dr. Pershing. They say that he's this high level imperial um, officer, essentially scientist. And then uh, Mando is like, oh, is, is Baby Yoda still alive? And he asks Pershing and Pershing says, yes, he's absolutely fine. He's on um, Gideon's cruiser. this At this point, the co-pilot grabs Pershing, holds the blaster to his head and in comes Cara June. Controversial Kara June she wanders in and we've got this sort of Mexican standoff moment and uh, the pilot the, the the actual pilot is like no fine let me go free I'm not with him and the co-pilot then shoots him and shows that he's just in for the you know he's, he's in it just for himself essentially yeah. and um, they have this reasonably big dialogue considering it's the opening of this massive episode and the co-pilot yeah. having shot him dead says that you know Pershing is this top tier uh, New Republic target he's the clone engineer He's, he's confirming everything that we've suspected, but he's, he's really laying it out for us before we get into um the main body of the episode. And he says, June will wish that she'd never left Alderaan. So he recognises her tattoo. And he says he saw the destruction of her planet on the Death Star. Uh, June says, oh, which one? And he's like, good one. That's comedy right there. <laughs> and um, like and this is a bit of a continuation from the last episode because he, the co-pilot, is then like millions died on those bases. And the, the Empire's view of the rebels and of um, sort of of Alderaan as like a rebel hub and like um, like a nest of, of rebellion, is that he says, the quote is, it was a small price to pay to rid the galaxy of terrorism. So they see them as terrorists. It's interesting. It's that point of view thing that obviously we were introduced to in A New Hope. And then in the last episode was absolutely massive. Yeah. In that whole conversation with the, the Night King. And... Kara June being the ace shot that she is, just shoots him in the face. And it's a problem solved sort of situation, which is fabulous. Uh, And it's a a lot of people are saying that it's a little bit of a throwback to hand shooting first.
0: Yeah, I've seen that on uh, quite a few videos.
1: Yeah, which obviously is one of the biggest parts. I, I imagine we talked about it all those years ago when we talked about A New Hope. Yeah. Um. this this thing when Han and Greedo were in the booth in Mos Eisley in the cantina and initially it was Han that shot first and then Lucas changed it to being uh, Greedo that shot and then Han retaliating and it's just a, yeah. an absolute mess but this explicitly it's just Cara June saying I've had enough of you I'm going to blow your head off and she's a good enough shot that she's able to do it and not hurt Pershing although she seems to burst his eardrum or something I don't know but it's, it's yeah it's a cool little moment did we like the introduction mm-hmm. boys straight into the action. Yeah,
2: I really liked it and it actually kind of made me like Cara a lot more as well. I thought she was um, a lot cooler and I don't know, uh, her character felt a a bit more alive to me in just this opening bit, especially with the dialogue, uh, the duologue between the two of them when they're they're talking and she looks frustrated. It's another one of those moments of uh, our Bill Burr moment that we talked about from the last Two episodes ago. And um, it's that sort of thing that I killed a lot of the people that you love. And it's, you know, we did it because you're terrorists. It's the, the anger behind it. And it really shows off a character. And um, I really like that a lot. Great opening. Lovely stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it was more of her um her as a person, as you say, than her as yeah. a rebel, uh, not a rebel, sorry, a New Republic Marshal, I suppose, isn't it? She's not the yeah. law keeper. She's the... We've seen Person. so
2: much of her as yeah, as, as this soldier, basically. Yeah. Soldiers are meant to be quite deadpan and, and they're meant to hide their emotions. That's what they do. And so to have this kind of breaking through her barrier, so to speak, so much so that she lets any sort of restraint go. You know, she's meant to be a, a soldier for the Republic, yet she's happy to just shoot this guy in the face and, you know, not take him in or imprison him or anything like that. But, yeah. And I love that. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think it's quite interesting as well that for some reason the Mandalorian through the first what, 6 7 episodes there was really not much storyline or characterization development or anything like that, but then suddenly in this episode and the episode previous it's full of it.
1: You like yeah. w- across the board or for a specific Well just pretty much across the board.
0: You've kind of got all of it like even when Bill Burr's character gets picked up and Kara picks him up, it's like, Oh, okay, well so we're seeing more of the new republic now. Mm. We're getting to know that she actually does have power rather than her just sitting at a desk. She yeah. actually can go out there and, and do something and then we got Bill Burr's character and stuff like that, and now now we have uh the next scene coming up, which um is Boba and um, Boba. our two Mando Mandalorians, you know. I mean that whole bit is a ton of characterization and storyline that we just haven't had yeah. for most of this series. And it's trim. kind of weird. I, I see
2: it as like when everything started off with both the first season and the beginning of this one, it was that kind of spaghetti Western standoff mm. where everyone yeah. was kind of like having their cards close to their chest and that's what everyone was doing. All the characters seem yeah. to be doing that. And now as things get more dire, situations get worse... They they can't afford to, to have their
0: cards so close to their chest anymore. They yeah.
2: have to, you know, go all out. I think it's a very cool way of I think, telling the story. I
0: think that's what make, makes um, this episode and the last episode even more interesting, is that you know that their situation is getting worse and worse and worse, so they're having to put everything yeah. forward to go, this is why I'm doing this, this is why I'm doing that. We don't have time, this is everything about me.
1: Yeah that is we true do it or we don't it's not exposition like the classic expo- exposition dump excuse me yeah it's literally that they're in a situation where they have they have to give this information and so yeah. instantly it's it's far more interesting than if we were just given it as a oh this is so and so and he comes from so and so and he you know yeah. which is it's a much more dramatic way of doing it uh and exactly. Jenks you were talking about the next scene so we've we've got a little um A little throwback here because we see as Slave One uh, arrives at this next planet, we see the fabulous Gauntlet Fighter, which, of course, we've seen quite a lot before. And um, it's a comark class fighter, Uh, the Gauntlet Starfighter. And it was used by the Mandalorians, the Death Watch Mm. in the Clone Wars. And we've, you know, we've seen it a reasonable amount. Um, Awesome, awesome little fighter. Very, very elegant. Very, very powerful. Um, As you'd imagine, the the Mandalorian's own fighters to be very, very cool. And it instantly tells us, of course, that we're going to meet our two favorite Mandos once more. Um, our old friend, Bogotan and Koska and Costco is going to go and, and stock up for the Costco, winter. You know? Yeah. Makes sense and of course they're in a cantina and this wonderful moment, another wonderful moment, which they just take five seconds to do, which is when Mando and Boba walk in together and everyone's like, Oh my God. Like all of the Cantina hushes in that classic old Western way where they're like, what on earth do these two want? You know? Yeah. Because, um, the other two Mandos are not quite as threatening and like they instantly take off their helmets and they're not, but uh, I mean, Mando and Boba are like battle scarred and like they give off that air and it's, it's very exciting to see them have this effect on a room and it makes perfect sense as well. Mm. And essentially they've come to us for help because, um, of course, I mean, they need all the help they can get. They're about to assault an Imperial cruiser, a uh, Star Destroyer. And so they, they start this conversation and Mando lays his cards on the table and Bo says that not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters. Some of them serve a higher purpose. And this is when Mando says that Moff Gideon has got Baby Yoda and she responds that they'll never find him. And Boba is like, we don't need them. We should disappear off. And this is when it starts to kick off a little bit between um uh, Bo-Katan and Koska and, and and Boba Fett and they accuse him of not being a Mandalorian and he says he never was and they start to argue and eventually Mando is like no we've actually got Gideon's coordinates and it's going to be absolutely fine we know where he is and he's also got a ship which could really help you in your quest and that sounds fantastic to them and uh, Fett says that what well, he, Fett hearing about their quest to retake Mandalore continues the idea that Mando has got which is that Mandalore has been reduced. He says it's been reduced to glass. So it's been absolutely decimated. And um, Bogotan says that he's a disgrace to the armor. And Boba says that the armor belonged to his father. And uh, Bogotan says, don't you mean your donor? It's all kicking (sighs) off. It's all kicking off here. That is, that
0: was awesome because obviously in the Clone Wars, she's there with the clones. Yeah. She's working with the clones and stuff. And then she sees the clones turn. Yeah. And stuff. So she must have this like really deep hatred for what happened
1: yeah and, and it's like, fantastic and she says that she's heard his voice thousands of times before which awesome. is oh,
2: it's great yeah his it, response uh, is even better i can't remember exactly what it is but uh,
1: uh he says it may be the last voice that you hear look at that i mean just phenomenal stuff this is such a well-written scene because they do is. they do a huge amount in this scene in the two minutes or something, they've actually got it before they start like fighting, you know, which is what that like the spectacle of the scene. But the the meat of the scene is every there's not a wasted line in the whole thing. It's just like bang, 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 information, 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 character, character, character. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and yes, yeah, so Fett says that line that prior likes so much. It may be the last voice that you hear. And uh, and Koska starts off on him and they start fighting and they're pretty evenly matched. It has to be said, which is it's sort of like high praise for both of them that, that someone could stand up to Boba Fett and also that someone could stand up to a top Mando and they sort of pull the same moves. So it shows that Boba, although he's not a true Mandalorian, he has been trained as one. And obviously we know that he's a phenomenal fighter, etc. You know, he's one of the best in the galaxy, essentially. Uh, and, Eventually, uh, bo is like, no, don't do this anymore. It's fine. We're going to help you take the ship and the Darksaber. Or she wants the Darksaber, obviously, but that's going to be part of the plan. And she'll use that to retake Mandalore. And then she says, maybe then you could reconsider joining us. You know, maybe you will. Who knows? Maybe that's season three. It's it's certainly going to be an interesting season three and something to do with that as we will get on to. Uh, so they get back to Slave 1. Something cool about Slave 1, boys, that you may have noticed is... Is that the the ship seems to revolve around the central hold, which is really really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah I'd never noticed this, and I'd always thought about that when yeah. I watched the prequels. I thought you must get motion sick in that thing. Yeah, but yeah. It, you, but because he starts like all, lying down. Yeah, because it's on a gyro like that. It just it it's fine, and I was like, that's so cool. It's
1: great. Yeah,
0: Love it. Vibe.
1: It, no, it's it is really cool, and it's nice to see, like that's that's such detail um from a proper fan of the show as well because i'm sure that john favreau whoever um put that little bit of detail in there was like how does it work maybe it had been decided maybe it's it was in the old expanded universe and they've sort of brought it in but there was something there that they were like let's just take a little moment in this episode and i I think in the last as well
2: i love that they think like us they think what we've thought in the past and they they go yeah well we're fans as well and we understand these questions so we're gonna answer them Mm. it's like great yeah, love it It,
1: it's beautiful Um, but we're on Slave 1 now and um, Bo-Katan is briefing the others on the cruiser and saying that at the height of the Empire it would have had hundreds of troopers on it but now it's just essentially got a skeleton crew and Dr Pershing says that uh, actually that's not quite right because this is when he reveals that there are a platoon of dark troopers aboard the ship and Mando Mando is like, Oh, how many troopers are there in the suits? And this is when Pershing reveals that they're actually droids. So it's like they're sort of going back in time, but they're these ultimate Didn't combat he say droids. They're
0: third class
1: third generation
0: third gen yeah 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 which there's is a interesting really,
1: there's a really great photo that you can
2: find online of the three generations of them and uh, it it looks very cool the first one looking more kind of like you could fit someone in there but it yeah. was much bigger and then they made it slim lined down so more like Iron Man sort of fitting yeah. and then they just went away with the the human element altogether very interesting it is it is interesting yeah. isn't
1: it? it's like going cybermen on them yeah, the, luck, yeah, the weakest bit was the the flesh. They got rid of it, you know. Yeah, very very interesting. Um, but they put together this plan where they'll they'll send a distress call out from the shuttle, and they'll land in the launch tube, which will stop any uh, fighters coming out, which makes sense. And then uh, one little group will attack the bridge, and they'll misdirect Gideon's forces away. And then Mando will head in. He'll try and rescue Baby Yoda essentially. And uh, Bogartan says that she wants Gideon. And we find out later particularly why she wants Gideon. But at this point, Ooh. I was just assuming that, you know, he's he's got the Darksaber. So she's like, oh, I want revenge on him. That was the sort of thinking. And I'm sure that's what we wanted. And Cara yes. June says that he was an ISB agent, so she wants him alive. And bo is like, I don't give a damn as long as he surrenders. And she does say this, as long as he surrenders to me. So that is important. In retrospect, that's quite important. Yeah. So... Uh, we've got Slave 1 and we've got the Lambda-class ship and they both drop out of hyperspace at these coordinates where why hasn't Gideon moved in like the last month? I've no idea, but he's just hanging out in this corner of the galaxy and um, Slave 1 starts. And uh, which is, you know, great stuff. Always nice to hear that sound. Nice and DJ remix. The ship is like, you need to help us. Uh, we're under attack from, I mean, I don't know who this guy is, this, but This is a great a plan. I it really is. like this plan. No, it is good. It is good, and they're obviously they're confused enough that they let like they let it happen. Yeah, I'm not it's sure. It's very if... similar to on, um,
2: it's very similar to Thor and Loki's get help if you haven't realized. And uh, I liked the the similarities yeah. between it because of course both Disney and it it felt much like that. I absolutely loved it. You know, having one person who's basically about to get destroyed and then. You know, having both parties involved in that—it's awesome. Yeah, very, extreme. very cool. Get no, it's,
1: it is really, really cool. And very uh, nice. Okay, <laughs> they they ask for emergency docking, and it gets acknowledged by the um, the destroyer, the cruiser, rather, uh, and they say, "Keep clear of the launch tube because we're going to launch a TIE fighter squadron to come and help you." This is a nice little scene as well, where we see the TIEs being launched because we've never really seen that before. You see it in yeah. games all the time. Obviously, we saw it in um, uh, Squadrons, the most recent one. But it goes mm. right back to Tie Fighter, which was mm. a game from the oh, late Tie '90s. Fighter, bloody hell! Such a good bad. game. Oh my god, good X-wing, god. Tie Fighter, and X-wing Alliance were terrific. Yeah. Like the height mm. of when Star Wars was the the king of the video game world. Yeah. And all the time, we've seen this thing where they they go down this um, the launch tube which has got these lights either side and you go out into space, yeah. you know. So I, instantly my mind it's was... It's tight
0: though, isn't it? It is tight. It
1: really is, yeah.
0: If, if you, like, bank left slightly, that's yeah. it.
1: You're yeah. done. You're done. That's it. I mean, it, it, it's amazing they managed to get the ship inside, but they, they do manage to do it.
0: Whereas it is completely different in, say, like, Rise of Skywalker, where they are... Um, oh, it's just awful film. <laughs> but It was its anniversary, when, wasn't it, a couple of days ago? Yeah. Well I watched God. it.
1: I Did watched you see on social too. media? What, you watched post... the film?
0: Yeah, I watched the film just to give it another chance.
2: They posted it on social media and said, like happy anniversary and everyone's like, We don't
1: care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really difficult. But, when you see an episode okay. like this, I'm just like I've just I've I'm trying to forget about the sequel yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but, um,
0: there's a there's a scene where the, the Sith Empire because or the final order, whatever you want to bloody call it because there's so many bloody names for the rubbish that, that, that this this fleet that comes out of bloody nowhere yeah yeah but we are given nothing anyway uh, when the ties uh, come out of the hangars there they're all just on little hooks and they all just drop and go oh yes. that's interesting it, it's even tighter because they're all next to each other so yeah. they just all drop at the same time and then come out it's like if one guy is literally just setting up like a couple of seconds late and he's just like oh bloody and he gets to come working. <laughs> like he's buggered.
2: Yeah, I remember buggered. liking that when I first saw it. But now, when I've watched this, this is so much cooler. Oh, it's so much cooler.
0: Yeah,
1: boys, let me let me give you a hypothetical, please. Okay, so the year is two thousand and thirteen. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. George Lucas has sold Star Wars to Disney. Oh. Let's not forget that in two thousand and eight, uh, Iron Man came out. In two thousand and twelve, oh. the Avengers came out. Yeah, yeah. And at this point. Oh, yeah. Disney decide, I tell you what, who would be great to lead this new trilogy of Star Wars films? <laughs> J.J. Abrams. What if they had thought, how about we get Jon Favreau to lead this new oh, trilogy of Star Wars films?
2: What would we have had?
1: Can <gasps> you imagine? Look, I love I J.J., had... but he dropped the ball.
0: I like J.J. like 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. I uh, Look, Star Trek is a yeah. great Star Wars film
0: that that first that first start but i think everyone knew when star trek into darkness came out and the last seasons of lost were coming out and pretty much everything else that bad robot were doing was suddenly starting to fail and all these new series do you ever see the series flash forward
1: i did see that with joseph fines yeah i thought that uh, was great we never found out what bloody happened it got cancelled it's a nightmare
0: (laughs) suddenly everything done by jj was just falling apart and then suddenly he comes out and says, oh yeah, I'm doing Star Wars with Disney. I remember Ooh. thinking, no, this doesn't actually make any sense. Bit yeah. off
2: more than he could chew, springs to mind, doesn't it?
0: Bit of what? Bit off more than he could chew, springs to <laughs> oh, mind, doesn't just it? Just a little bit, just a little bit. But oh, actually, bit. again, he was so much of a fan, that he actually didn't think uh, properly about storyline, and pretty much everything. He was just so much of a fan of the original series. And he hated the prequel so much, he just wanted to make it just like the original series.
1: That's that's not the attitude, is it, though? Which is
0: literally why Force Awakens is beat for beat for beat, exactly A New Hope.
1: It is the best one, though, isn't it?
0: I mean, yeah, because we all know that A New Hope works. So we're like, he's stuck with that and we know that works.
1: We'll talk about it one day in depth.
0: Yeah, we
1: will. Ma- we'll, we'll carry on I- with this. this yeah, no, well, I'll I- you, yeah. Let's not abandon this. Let's let's carry on with this. That's probably a good idea. Mm. So where do we get to? Oh yeah, the ties have been launched, and um, and Boba is just leading them a merry dance <laughs> all over all over space around the ship, and um, the uh, the Lambda class shuttle is like <gasps> we need to dock with you right now. I can't wait any longer. I'm coming in. Oh, and yeah, the God. cruiser oh. is like, no, no, just wait. Just wait. I'm not ready. We're not ready for you. <laughs> Hang on. Hold off just one minute. And the Lambda class <laughs> shuttle is like, nope, I can't wait anymore. I, lo- I love the officer that's just like, <laughs> just staring out and going, Run! <laughs> Love him. It's because, to be fair. Fu- okay, here's another excellent shot coming up when Gideon is on the bridge and they see the shuttle Coming towards them and then it disappears because it's gone into the bit that's underneath. Yeah, and that's that's basically the same shot as um, Slave One boarding the Lambda Class. And I was like, "That's what it would be like." Yeah. It makes that's it makes, what it would be like. It kind of makes your stomach drop a bit because you
2: feel like you're there yeah. and you kind of like you're kind of like preparing yourself for yeah.
1: impact almost. It's yeah. such
2: a cool way of, of telling sta- a story. But Star we... Wars doesn't really show
0: these moments.
1: No, it doesn't. No.
0: I you didn't realise
1: never... it until I saw this episode, but I was like, I, I haven't really noticed this before.
0: Like when we see um I mean I say that, literally the opening of the first film that was ever made. It shows shows a Star Destroyer boarding. But that's even true, that but way... that's from
1: outside going in. Yeah. Not from the perspective of someone on the bridge or Yeah.
0: You it's know. It's really cool. And they just hear you just C C three PO and R2 here. I
2: think it. the closest experience is going into hyperspace,
1: I think, is the only yeah. thing that really comes And you close can to sort that. of feel that. Or like the Death Star weapon firing with the guys right next to it and you're like, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> Wow. Whose idea was it to have the like the controls next to the beam? I don't Why did we take this glass? job? <laughs> But yeah, uh, it, 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 I mean, it's it's awesome, and you you do get that sensation, as Prior says, that you're like, it's it's coming in, like you, you sort of gird your loins because you're like, this thing's oh, about yeah. to hit Sorry. the ship. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is. That. It's great. God. It's great. You uh, and you clench and yet, your ass. essentially, they managed to squeeze their way into this very tiny oh. tube oh. on this cruiser. <laughs> Jenks is having the time of his life with this commentary, but this is what happens. <laughs> Um, they manage to squeeze their way into the tube, and incredibly, they get into the uh, the TIE fighter hangar bay. Yeah. And at this point, when they come out and they start shooting everyone, that's where Moff Gideon is like, something's not right. <laughs> this this isn't. I wasn't expecting this at all. I do not think they're on our side. <laughs> yeah. There's something just not. I can't put my finger on it, but this but can't yeah. be good. And so he's like, great, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get the Dark Troopers booted up. And, you know, they're running like Windows, I don't even I know, 3.1 or something. So it's Lovely going to take yeah. a while.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. It's like turning on a, a Vista PC. And you're yeah. Like... I did think <laughs> this.
0: I was, like, I was watching it going, I remember in Phantom Menace that the droids literally, on Naboo, you literally just... Yeah, but these have got to be... Uh, and even that certain. was too long. They got to be like
2: yeah. uh, kept at a certain temperature, haven't they? Like, like they're the like like vaccine. Co- is that COVID vaccine? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's COVID times, you know. True, <laughs> no, it's true. He, no, things right. have
0: to take time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and they are all social distance, which is they great. are. They are. <laughs> great. Good work,
1: good work. That's yeah. why they took the human element out. They were like, the, these guys are falling apart. We can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we're going to have uh, Tom Cruise on our hands soon. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, boys, the score has been very different as well. Um, it, 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 I think it is very different throughout this episode but it's really marked at this point it's been quite uh, classic John Williams grandiose Star Wars yeah. and it will continue to be again the moment when it's not is when Mando comes out of the shuttle when there's no one left in the hangar bay and it goes back to the
2: <laughs> yeah
1: and it's just that little bit and I really noticed it then and I was like oh yeah. classy classy leitmotif you know lovely yeah. stuff very cool very light cool, and what was it light your tea? Okay, uh, so they're yeah. fighting their way through the cargo bay, and uh, they get to a turbo lift, and they they start to head up towards the bridge. Very exciting. Now, Mando, one of part of his plan is that he will like power down and deactivate the dark troopers, yeah. but. And he was like, I mean, it's Windows 3.1. It takes forever to boot up. It's I'm going to be absolutely fine. I've got time to spare. I could have a coffee. It will be okay. Turns out he was wrong. They've upgraded. They're on 98. It's a nightmare. Oh. And that thing is just flying up. Like maximum one minute 30 or something to boot. It's mm-hmm. it's really not too bad. You know, it's a different yeah. world, really. And um, the Dark Troopers are nearly ready to rock and roll, and they start to walk out just as he gets there. And he sticks his little code cylinder thing into the door, and they just manage to get their the little droidy hands through the door. And one of them manages to get out.
0: I love that little droidy little droidy hands. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, look at your little droidy hands! You're weird, aren't you? You're weird. <laughs> and uh, one of them manages to get out, and he fights Mando. Such a clever thing to do because instantly, had he been overwhelmed by the numbers of them, we'd have been like, yeah. oh, well, there were loads of them. So, I mean, who knows how good they are? My God, so powerful. Yeah. And the moment, like the whole fight is great. And he's obviously massively overpowered. But when he's punching the helmet into the wall, oh. it's unbelievable. And I'm like, is, and my, I was I was genuinely like, is the best guy going to hold? Yeah. yeah. I love that it did hold. And I love that the wall caved in behind it. I know. I did, oh. Was that now,
0: such that's, a good fight? I
1: mean,
2: you're gonna have a headache, though. Let's be oh honest. Oh my god.
0: Oh, a little bit. <laughs> what mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah. The knocking, no,
1: he, yeah. knocking on
0: his helmet that hard and
1: and and loud. It, no, it was, it was quite loud as well because it's metal great, on metal. Great isn't sound, it? though. Great oh, yeah. sound. yeah.
0: So he's going to be in there going, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. He probably just turned the volume down on his headset. <laughs> got,
0: got a bloody headache. Yeah. And he's probably pointing them. oh, you're odd in a helmet. You're odd. For the cameras. <laughs> eh? Yeah. <With> the <laughs> you're <laughs> cameras odd. <there>. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> But they are immensely powerful. Like, uh, like if I'm actually talking ooh. about my opinion. Wait, is he still like,
1: doing the bit? Or I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, he's no, he's back. Okay, sorry. Yeah. They were insane. <laughs> awesome. And the whistling birds did nothing, which was nice to yeah. see because yeah. they've always been the get out of jail free card. Yeah. Did absolutely nothing. And in There's the a end, a lot of them though. A lot of a whistling lot. birds.
0: Yeah, I don't remember him getting any more.
2: It was. It was also nice to see that the flamethrower didn't work. Yeah, because I thought for a moment it might. Same. You know, you're gonna. You you know, it's gonna melt a lot of different materials. So what on earth are they made of? I wonder what
0: they are made of. (laughs) Yeah,
2: good Uh, question. Uh, so not not a durasteel of some sort. Presumably it is a
1: durasteel of some some sort, but I don't know. I Um, mean, if they
0: were Beskar made, then that's it. I don't think they would be enough Beskar is there. Not enough best guy
2: in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough best. Uh. Oh, you've already, oh. Oh,
0: done it. Done it. You've done, like, done it. Yeah. They they took a lot.
1: Uh people don't actually know, but there are theories that. Oh no. Um. Phase three dark 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 troopers wore black armor made of the nearly indestructible metal called frick, which I have heard of before. Oh and it provides superior protection against enemy fire, including energy weapons such as lightsabers.
0: (laughs) Didn't do
2: that well against lightsabers. I'm not going to take that as gospel. They use
0: use a lot of the same words in Star Wars, don't they? Frick. Like our favourite character, Babu Frick. True, spelled
1: differently. I did like Babu Frick. It's the only bloody good thing in it. Yeah. I can't remember any of the lines. That went not many yeah, well, he, he just get... Yeah Is that what he did <laughs> I mean after time Yeah he did Do you know that's
0: uh, Played by uh, What's them that plays Manu Myrtle Oh yeah Is it Yeah That's who does what The voice a for ridiculous Babu
1: ridiculous bit of An uh,
0: incredible actress
1: What's she called Shirley
0: McLean.
1: Yeah that's Temple. it Temple <laughs> <laughs> bassy uh, Shirley Henderson <laughs> Shirley bassy <laughs> Oh well done. well done But um but it uh... was
0: Welsh. <laughs> all right. Okay. But what, like an incredible actress, like incredible. And and she's like uh, getting in touch by Disney. She's like, Oh, okay. Star Wars have asked me to play a character. Oh, fantastic. They've obviously seen me in uh, Harry Potter, you know, maybe train spotting all the dirty, gritty things that I'm doing. Maybe they're doing a little,
1: maybe Dr. Who. Thing. Yeah. Probably not.
0: As, as a paved stone. Not. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they're doing,
1: <laughs> she was particularly good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe they're doing a dirty, gritty character for me. Okay, easy. No, you're playing Babu Frick. Uh, uh, So what do I look like? Oh, not you. You're a little CGI. You're a little um,
1: seedy, little... (laughs) A little
0: little CGI kind of... What is uh, it? Explain it. I I don't even know what to explain Babu Frick. He's a little little droid technician, technician, (laughs) isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
2: he's... How best to explain?
0: It's just a little character. He's if like,
2: I did, if I didn't eat for a week, it's, it looks like me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is true. Can we get a yeah. poster
1: of you as Babu Frick, please? Yeah, we we'll, would we'll, we'll do that. Oh, Love but it. It's
0: quite interesting Elise, that they use at least the same sounding words, may not be spelt the same. But, that, they, they but
1: they're lazy, aren't they? Yeah.
0: That's they the are secret. Lazy. They're, they're they bloody
1: are lazy. La- I mean, look at The Force Awakens. No, look, we can't go down this again. Come on. Goodness me! But no, so he's in combat with the the dark trooper. The dark trooper is handing his ass to him, and the only thing you that are he... using a lot of heavy <laughs> words today in this podcast. I'm sorry, I'm excited. So that makes his ass, is it? <laughs> Particularly, <laughs> but the only thing, the only thing that he can, uh, that he ends up destroying it with, the only thing he's got left. It's the Beskar staff? Lucky it got that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. If I was him, I
0: would have used that straight away.
1: What about that I've... rifle that used to like just explode yeah, but, things? Well, he
0: ain't got that anymore. That was in uh, his razor-like crest.
1: Oh, I tell you what, actually, it's gone now,
0: you it? know, the only yeah. thing
2: that survived from that, other than the staff, is that little, you know, that that little ball that
1: he got. I'd love that at it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd love if that had been the secret. He just jammed <laughs> oh, it in wow. its mouth or something, and it, it choked to death. Why has he got a throat? I don't know. (laughs) Doesn't need it. Ironic. It's ironic. Anyway, he manages to defeat this uh, dark trooper. And then he um, sends all the remaining droids out into space uh, through the airlock. And I was like, is that it? I don't know. I'm sort of satisfied because of the fight.
0: We all all know what was going to happen with that.
1: I don't know. I was a bit like... Because they didn't come back like straight away. Yeah. They, it took them a while to get back, and I was surprised at that. If I hadn't
2: seen General Grievous, I would have thought they would be gone for good. But they oh, it's, it's ironic because General Grievous
0: it, actually ironic. has some organic matter on him. That
2: is very uh,
1: ironic. That is the but- nerdiest <laughs> bit of irony. <laughs> he actually has some uh, organic matter on him. <laughs> come come to into my star. cave. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my collection. <laughs> this is you, Jenks. This is how you live your life. It's awful. It don't really touch is. them. Change no. your ways.
0: Thing yeah, don't to touch them. Just smell. Just oh, if forgetting. they want to touch you, just let them. <laughs> <laughs> awful. Oh goodness me! But it is ironic, you know. It's it's ironic. A, it's an organic creature that's been put in a, you know, a. Here so, he We're trying to
1: keep this thing cool, man. And what? <laughs> You're turning that's them our off, whole, man. That's the whole <laughs> ethos, you know. The cool kids come here. Yeah, <laughs> but don't, come on, don't alienate our audience. Like seriously, with your we all nerdy ways.
0: <laughs> we all knew the dark troopers were coming, but that no way. And they set that up in like what the well, second or third episode. I would have been and disappointed. They were just going to
1: kick them off. I would have been disappointed.
0: I I thought that was a very obvious bit of um, storytelling.
1: Right. Well, good. Pry, did you agree? Um, I I did think they were coming back. Yeah,
2: I hope they were coming back. I don't agree with this whole organic matter nonsense. No, it's, <laughs> oh, it's
0: why? You know that's true.
2: Oh you God, know that's here we true. go again.
1: Oh, just okay. He's right. No, D, He's right.
0: A, but look, sipping me whiskey.
1: The uh, <laughs> the dark troopers have been sucked <laughs> off into space. Oh, come on, mate. We're I know interested. it's oh, awful. Know. I'm trying to get our audience back. All right. Oh After yeah. I wasn't saying
0: sucking is going to get them back. I didn't say that. Yeah, you didn't. What happens next? Chris? So they've been sucked
1: <laughs> off into space. Oh, and God. they're uh, hit back in the lift with our, our uh, boarding party that's not Mando. How many hours? Our, 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 our boarding <laughs> party that's not Mando. Kara June is having all sorts of trouble with her minigun blaster rifle. And then eventually she just smashes it on the floor. And apparently that makes it fine. I'm not uh, quite sure what that was for. It was clunky, wasn't it? That bit of... Yeah. yeah I didn't I really get what that was that. all about.
0: Because it was a great gun for like... Oh, it's a great gun. <laughs> I remember thinking for like 20 seconds while she was using it. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. I haven't yeah. seen that before. And yeah. then it breaks and then she fixes it. And I was like,
1: oh, yeah, thank God. I was like, oh, did it overheat <laughs> or no? It, it, a little it, bit it of... Did, is there tension? Because the doors haven't opened yet, so it doesn't really matter that it's not yeah. working. didn't serve a, didn't Oh, it's, serve it's working now and the doors are open and you killed everyone. Great. Fantastic. Okay. All, yeah. all it really did was add...
2: Some awkward elevator talk, which I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it really was awkward, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah. And it was like these people it. don't really know each other and they're no. sort of trying to, you know, be mates. Maybe it, maybe that is literally like what would happen in, in real life. They'd just be like, oh, my, my blaster is jammed Me? or something. Oh, I'm a bit nervous. My hands are all sweaty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it. This is how, you know, it's it's real life in the Star Wars sure. universe. Okay, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it works absolutely fine. The doors open and they kill everyone on the bridge and everything seems absolutely fine. They're brutal in this episode. They don't take prisoners. They kill everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they quickly realize that uh, Moff Gideon is not there, which is not good news. And we cut back to Mando, who has got to Baby Yod's cell. And he uh, kills, again, kills the two troopers who are guarding it. With the Beskar staff, it's a brutal way of dying. Yeah. yeah. He impales them and wallops them and does all sorts of awful things to him. He's a monster, really. Yeah. And uh, he finds Baby Yoda in his adorable little handcuffs. I'm looking telling you. every gonna, inch, the gonna, MGM star from
2: 1939. I'm telling you now, okay, they're going to be Prada next season. Oh, my God, yeah.
1: The ones yeah. that they light up. Yeah. Beautiful. If there is a next season. Yeah you're right there Jinx Thanks mate He is right This was a flop (laughs) And uh, shock horror Right next to baby Right next to baby Yodes Is uh, our old mate The chicken man And he's got The dark saber out And he's holding it Okay And he's holding it (laughs) Over baby Yodes It's not good news It's not good news boys We're in big trouble here Yeah And uh, we've got this standoff And Gideon says Drop your pistol Drop your blaster And he says, he explains, this is a little bit of an exposition dump. He says, the Darksaber gives whoever holds it the right to the Mandalorian throne. And Mando's like, I don't want it. You can keep it. I just want baby Yoda. And uh, Moff Gideon is like, yeah, fine. Great. Fantastic. I've got all I want from him. I want his blood, which has, and it's one of these, um, they don't really explain what they're doing still. We can assume that they're trying to fight force powers or something. I don't know. Or he's trying to create Snoke, or he's trying to so resurrect that, Palpatine.
0: That is the main theory that's that it's, going around what is at Snoke?
1: the moment. That it's Palps. It's Palps, and it's all part so, of that.
0: Yeah, when we were on the, that little uh, battle station uh, quite a few episodes ago, apparently all those um, growing clones yeah. were Palps.
1: Right, they were trying to make him a body.
0: Yeah, they're just not I mean, being...
1: fantastic. I,
2: I, I actually saw it slightly different I thought that he was um, Trying to make Better Dark Troopers In a sense By adding back in The human element But with force capabilities But yeah. with the armour Of Dark Troopers Might be completely wrong but I mean, that's I think that would be Quite a cool way Can you imagine that? dark troopers how powerful they are but with a force user inside it yeah Yeah.
1: well that's like some of the like the shadow troopers and stuff which is from the same series of games as the dark troopers are originally from yeah i think i think what they're trying to shove into it
0: what's the doctor's name in this again pershing yeah i think they're trying to shove him because in um here comes Ned. in uh the uh, expanded universe uh there was a doctor that helped palps create clones of himself But first, Palps would make the Doctor clone himself and then he'd kill him and then bring him back. Yeah, that's right. And I I think that's
1: that's what they're trying to aim
0: this Doctor to actually be is that he's that guy that has been working on Palps all this time and is now trying to clone him and bring him back and all this kind of stuff.
1: Very good.
0: And I think they're aiming more down that road, which would be fantastic and that would actually be a storyline which would... Make me go, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's why he comes back.
1: Maybe, I'm sure, that must be in the back of um, people like Favreau's mind. They're like, well, if they're, we they're, can rescue this. Yeah, they're massive imagine. fans
0: of Expanded Universe, hence yeah. why they brought back Boba and stuff like that. Like, that's Boba. Their thing. So um, I think that's going to be hinted to... Well, I think that already was hinted towards yeah. in this, but only if you know that part of the Expanded Universe.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there was definitely something something there from those monstrous figures in the, um uh, in the tanks of that episode you're talking about. Yeah. It uh, would have
0: been even cooler though, if they were dark troopers that had force powers, that would have been dope.
1: Yeah. It might still happen. You never know. I mean, who knows yeah. which way they're going to go, but there's, there's no reason why they couldn't introduce that, that sort of element. Yeah. And that would be really cool. Uh, but yeah, who knows, but um, Gideon and Mando uh, are at this impasse and, Gideon has just said that he's he's got everything that he wants from the child he wants to study his blood and yeah he says he's got the potential to bring order back to the galaxy and that's where that conversation stemmed from and Mando's like great I'm going to take the child and then Moff Gideon uh, activates the Darksaber and he starts attacking him and then we have this excellent duel between the two of them uh, and and um, it is it is a, a very entertaining duel Mando is Mm -hmm. essentially... uh, He's not got any of his um, overclocked sort of skills at this point. So it's just him and the Beskar staff versus Gideon and the Darksaber. What do we think of this fight, boys? Um, We knew it was coming.
0: I think it was a bit obvious. Um, It was quite easy to see how Mando overpowered him and stuff. And I... This bit I wasn't that keen on. I was even more keen on him walking away and Mando just taking the baby because then that would have kicked off a yeah. lot of stuff.
1: I was intrigued by that, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If they literally both walked out of that brig standing next to each other and he's got baby Yoda and stuff, like, would it would have been interesting, like the last episode, would Mando have had that much hate inside him to go... No, I'm still not cool with this. And then go for him. Yeah, no. Would you wouldn't have thought so? It would, or would as they were coming out, Gideon actually turn? Then I think if they maybe carried that on just for a little bit more, where you're thinking, oh my god, this is an actual possibility. That would have been great.
2: Yeah, I think to get to where they wanted to go with the story, it was necessary. You know, to have him uh, disarmed and as Mando's prisoner, they had to do it that way. So totally understand but I do agree it was very predictable and it, it was fine for the most part it was it was fine I thought Gideon was a bit rubbish but then i kind of expected that anyway yeah I didn't really I didn't think he'd be very good and I'm glad that he wasn't to be honest because if if he was really good with the dark saber, I'd go, who is this guy jeez he yeah. Yeah. You know, taken over the freaking cool worlds you know but it's uh it was a cool fight and necessary so yeah
1: yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's true. You do sort of expect him to be a bit rubbish. I wonder what his motivation was for attacking Mando. Was it just that he thought he could get him on the hop, like as he was distracted trying to get to Baby Yoda, so he could just quickly behead him, like um, Mace did to Django? Who knows? It does seem strange think someone... that he could take down Mando. Surely,
2: no. He's he says uh, just before this that he kind of he he knows everything about Mando. Surely he knows that his dark saber wouldn't be able to break the best yeah, yeah time, straight away you know
0: yeah it is, it is kind of a pointless fight for Gideon because whatever he has just won't it just won't do anything unless yeah. he
1: is trying to set up the situation which occurs which is a weird one this That's is the, I, I think thinking. this is the bit of the episode that didn't quite sit right for me um, just because of what's already been established in in law um, and we, we can just jump ahead to it which is the whole bit of law surrounding the dark saber that it has to be like the elder wand; it has to be won by um by the person who wields it essentially to to be able to wield it they have to have won it from the previous owner um and uh, but i mean moff gideon is still alive so even if um bo katan and mando fought and mando surrendered then it's like it's fine right
0: yeah yeah i don't really get it there's a few times in history where it has worked like that, where mm. that's been what they've done, but also, it 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 hasn't.
1: Very like very that. recently, like like Satine from Moulin Rouge, um, passed it on to to yeah. katan and was like, you know, it's not for me. The yeah, exactly. reason and, I and she wouldn't
0: kill a sister, yeah, yeah.
1: So,
2: I, the only I reason that I understand it is because she is so hell bent and driven on earning this darksaber. Yeah. And to her, she will never have earned that darksaber unless she does it by the classic Mandalorian code, which she has in her head anyway, which is to win it in the glory of battle. That's what Mandalors yeah. are all about finding a worthy opponent. Yeah. Their, one of their first kind of goals in life is to and and to make their life complete is to fight a worthy opponent and or yeah. to die by a worthy opponent so i can kind of understand it when it comes to this Mandalore's are very tribal and they 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 have this way about them where if they you know to to kill a droid there's no honor in that yeah. they, they they won't gain anything from that so it's pretty much pointless you don't get any cred for that but killing a worthy opponent someone who is like really difficult then that's like the highest of all honors yeah, I, th- I, I think you're right. bro.
1: No, I do. I do agree with that, except for the fact that she's not um, a crazy Mandalorian zealot like Mando is the zealot out of the two of them. She's pretty easygoing.
0: Yeah, she is quite understandable. And if she just killed Moff Gideon and said to a Costco mate, like. Well, you just saw me kill him. He's the one that's had it for all this time. Do do
2: we think that she's trying, this is really filling in the gaps here, but do we think that she's trying to make an impression to the people of Mandalore, the kind of leader she wants to be? Maybe she's not ruthless, but she actually wants to be seen as the ruthless Mandalore and that their leader isn't someone who got given their power. They earned their power. That's the only thing I can really think of.
1: Maybe.
0: Possibly, like katans history is is uh, quite. She used to be very aggressive. She used to be the aggressor, and Satine yeah. was the peaceful one. Yeah, and stuff, and and katan went off on her own and stuff like that, and then Maul came in and attacked and took over Mandalore, and then Bo-Katan came back with you know the Death Squad and stuff like that, and they managed to take back Mandalore and stuff, and you know they were they are very. You're right. They are very tribal, but I mean, the only thing is, is that later on, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it's almost like she becomes, she has a lot more humanity in it in the in the last time we see her, where she works with Ahsoka, yeah, and stuff. And they do hate the Jedi. Mm. The Mandalorians do hate the Jedi, even though Obi Wan kind of saved them all. But like there was they... a, a many great wars between Jedi
2: and Mandalorian yeah. that span back yeah. years and years of history. And so they're kind of programmed to hate each other. Just oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think maybe she is trying to just become, I mean, Mandalore has been destroyed about 50 million times. Yeah. So maybe she is thinking, OK, well, it's time for a leader that's actually got the balls to stand up and do something. You know, the the, the peaceful Mandalore just doesn't work. And maybe going back to the old ways, maybe. But then again, we are filling in we are a ton like, of blanks yeah. for, for like a couple of lines which have suddenly take, taken massive precedence, precedence now. Because yeah. obviously we're thinking of the history of the future of the next series of what's going to happen. Is bo going to fight Mando and all this kind of stuff? Yeah, I think so, it's
2: necessary for these questions to be asked. I don't think we're being so crazy for, for trying to fill in the gaps here because yeah. this is something that is, it seems really important. This decision isn't yeah. something that you can just go, oh, yeah, it was just a creative decision on the day or whatever. No, yeah. this is like yeah. a big deal. So either this is going to be explained more when we see, perhaps we go and see Mandalore, which would be absolutely
1: I wonderful. I think that is on the horizon. Oh, I think it is well, surely be. for next season.
0: I think there's some big stuff coming to happen uh, in season three. Mm. And I'm very excited because we actually there's no mention of Mandalore during any of the sequel films. But then again, they don't mention anything. No, they've got no interest
1: in what's come before.
0: Yeah. So their kind of future is completely open. I love that. And yeah. yeah, that's that's a great thing is that they can now create something completely new, which I think is what Star Wars needs.
1: Yeah, and they can draw from the best bits of the old lore, the expanded universe yeah. lore, and what doesn't work, they can toss out and create a replacement themselves, exactly. which is very exciting. But yeah, that's that's one of the big questions that comes out of this episode for me, and one of the moments where I was like, oh.
0: So were you were you referring back to Satine giving Bocatan the dark saber? Is that is that what? Yeah, confused it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was, I was just like, mm, that, that wasn't the last, the last time I checked, that <laughs> wasn't how it worked. Um, yeah, yeah, bit of a weird one, but it all seemed extremely tense, and but there was a nice line which um, Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon, suddenly becomes like this, this storyteller, this soothsayer, and he's like, well, the power of the dark saber lies not in the weapon itself, but the story.
2: I know he turns into Shakespeare kind yeah. of like halfway yeah. through this, and it's uh, really know, weird. First, I was actually taken aback by it at first because I thought he doesn't talk like that. But then I was like, "That fits him. That fits his character. Why hasn't he always been this kind yeah, of?" I suppose kind of, so. Uh, yeah, strange, strange talking sort of. Yeah, but he sort man. of becomes
1: that ood from when David Tennant regenerated, and he said, <laughs> "The song is ending." But the who story <laughs> never ends. It's like, hang on, this this seems really. Well, you guys don't really, you don't yeah. have this sort of insight. You're just like slaves. You're in and, two or
0: three bloody episodes yeah. as well, and not you. But then it could have been you.
1: Yeah, who, but like Sigma or whatever you are. Yeah, Epsilon. like um, shut. Up. And why
0: did that doctor suddenly get really interested in the bloody UED?
1: Hey, hey, come on, the Ood are great.
0: I mean, I like the Ood, yeah, but like, don't let Bring them into such a Boys, massive moment.
2: We are at the most epic moment of TV history. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry about the
1: ood. Come on. No, you're right. So uh, they're having this conversation. An alarm sounds, and Phoenix uh, Shan says that the ray shields have been breached, and it's the Dark Troopers.
0: Love ray shields as well. Yeah, fantastic.
1: They're back. Mm. They're back. It took them a while to come back, but they are back. Uh, and it would then, take a while, I suppose. Yeah. And Moff Gideon is like how on earth are you going to fight a platoon when you really struggled to defeat one, the droids march. And the only word is inexorably towards the bridge. And, um, Moff Gideon covers up a little blaster with his cape and they start to reinforce the bridge. They, um, they close the blast doors, the dark troopers form up outside and they start to pound on the doors with their fists It's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. The, um, they, they, you can see it in their faces. They're not going to get out of this. Now, boys, I knew how much of the episode was left. I was watching this. I hadn't had the awful bit of reality shoved down my throat that AJ Jenks had had. And I was watching this going, what is going to happen? I know what I want to happen. I know what I think might happen, but, at this point, is it just going to be one of those ma- classic early season Mandalorian things where they just somehow get out of it, and yeah. the thing that we want to happen doesn't happen? Is sh- and I was I was getting to the point where I was like, surely it's. I'm I, it's happening to me now. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. But I was getting yeah. to the point where I was like, it's n- it's not going to happen. It's and the time was passing. I know it makes it just oh, It's so tense. It's so, everyone knows. so he tense. Is
0: 30 year old man I know
1: <laughs> Look I've seen it on sort of I've seen it Chris. on Twitter I've seen it on Facebook Everyone was like This time last Friday I was 10 years old again That's true and actually It's
2: exactly how it was I mean Chris We're not going to get back Those cool kids So we can We can get about that
1: <sighs> I, know. But... I know I know We I know. aren't So the se- Well the that st- Was
0: technically Let's <laughs> <laughs> just
1: pop a little Marker in before we continue So the Dark Troopers Are pounding on the door You could see it in their faces that they know that they can't beat them. And they're just going to make some great last stand. Moff Gideon shoots at Baby Yoda and it's like, oh, stop it, you stupid old man. This isn't the time for that. Something awful is happening. That
0: that was wasted. Yeah.
1: What's the the matter with you? (laughs) Behave. Just behave yourself, you ridiculous man. Yeah. But we did get an an excellent
2: uh, Jack Black from Tenacious D dive in front of Baby Yoda, though. Oh, terrific. He has done his homework. Mando has
1: done his homework. Really, really good. (laughs) It was awesome. So all is lost. And then another alarm sounds and past the windows comes a lone X-wing. And at this point, I was like, I don't know what I was like. I was empty inside and I was like, it's happening. I think that's all that I can have been thinking. And I was on my feet in my lounge with like my hands in my hair and I was watching it with, like, a cold sweat. Yeah. And Baby Yoda's face, where he's just, like, he just looks up and his eyes yeah. widen a little bit. And you know that he sensed someone there. Yeah. And the this, oh, and that it's an X-Wing. It's on its own. And they, like, laugh about it. They're like, great, a lone X-Wing. That's all we need. Fantastic. It lands in the docking bay, like, in silence. And bo is like, identify yourselves and baby yoda can sense what's happening and even the dark troopers stop and they turn around and then a hooded figure drops out of the x-wing and walks through the ship and lights a green lightsaber bang and suddenly the most incredible thing is happening something that i never ever I mean, we talked about who it might be, yeah. who will be the Jedi that will come. And I never, never thought that they would make it Luke. No. I you know that the first like, thing I saw. We talked about it as a possibility, but I never,
2: ever mm. thought they would be so bold. The first thing I saw was the the black glove. And yeah. For me, yeah. that was a big giveaway because I am a massive fan of cybernetics in the Star Wars universe. Okay. I know you thought I was going to say I'm a massive fan of black gloves but (laughs) (laughs) I did think you were going to say he loves them (laughs) I love how they do the cybernetics in Star Wars they are excellent they look so cool they're functional but they are wicked and so I saw that glove and I was like I I know who it is I know and I was just I was in my chair but I was like almost almost standing in my chair like this and I was just so anxious but excited oh what a
1: thrill I was in a state where I was like I I can't move because if I miss a single moment, yeah, same. I will never forgive myself. Yeah. I was in that state. I've not been so excited. Like the only time that I can compare it to recently is Hard Home. Yeah. I said that to Pry yeah, on the day yeah. I texted that to him, and I was yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. Is the, the, "This is." it's the only thing that I compare, but I care about this so much more, even than I cared about Game of Thrones at that point. Yeah, yeah. that I was just beside myself, um, yeah. and and yeah. So it's, it's revealed that it's it's Luke Skywalker. Um, well, it's not officially revealed yet, but everyone everyone knows that it yeah, is. Yeah, we all know. I was checking the lightsaber handle. I was like, I know that, that lightsaber hilt. I know whose it is. The glove, as Price says. Obviously, it was an X-Wing, so for God's sake, who else is it going to be? Yeah. My yeah. God. There's some nonsense where Gideon tries to commit suicide, and they're like, no, you ridiculous man. So they punch him out. It's great. And Luke just scythes his way through uh, all of these dark troopers, uh, around the way and then he gets into the turbo lift and even more tension because at yeah. all the time that this was happening i was like is he just going to destroy the dark troopers and then leave that's what i was thinking i was like is he just going to come and rescue them and yeah. then he'll call for baby yoda later or something i haven't really justified it but i was like they're not actually going to—they're <laughs> 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 they're not going to bring him onto the bridge that's what i was sort of worried about mm-hmm. and there was that long 15, 20 seconds as the turbo lift came up. And then, suddenly, in the parallel that ruined it for Jenks, it was that beautiful parallel of Rogue One. Absolutely out of this world. Gorgeous. Unbelievable. Beautiful. And do you know what? It was
0: almost like, what I felt like is like Filoni was telling me, do you remember that last good scene of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. One of the, the best like, uh, scenes there's ever been. Yeah. The last time you ever got a really good scene of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. Do you know what? We'll just hark you back just so you yeah. know how good this is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here you go. Amazing. Yeah. And it's and just like
0: let's do it with his son.
1: Let's oh, but we do it with a fully powered up Luke. Who yeah. we've not seen. Like, we've seen Luke at the end of Return of the Jedi when he was pretty awesome. But this is Luke five years oh, on. we have always wanted to see Luke like My this. My God. And, like, from Expanded Universe, you hear about the power of Luke Skywalker. but The
0: man can wield, like, seven lightsabers at once.
1: It's unbelievable. He's, he knocks Krayer into a, a cocked hat, I tell you that yeah. much. And so he's unbelievable with the lightsaber. He crushes one oh, of the dark troopers with moment's the Force. That
0: insane! It's love- just...
1: Force crush. I mean, come on. That's freaking
2: yeah. awesome. Ugh, it's unbelievable.
0: But don't you love as well is that even though they've put Luke back in, you'd think, oh, maybe they'll just put him in, shove him in shoehorn, f- like fan kind of thing. They literally brought back that moment where you're like, Luke isn't fully like a Jedi. He is something else because yeah. he has that darkness still yeah, in yeah. You wouldn't see any, you wouldn't see Obi-Wan crush. No, no. Like, no, that just doesn't happen. So you're like, this is, they've got Luke perfectly here. Yeah. This is exactly how he is and how we remember him from Return of the Jedi. Well done!
1: Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's
2: basically light, but just that little edge.
0: Yeah, of- I, saw, I
2: saw like so much Qui-Gon in him as yeah. well, which is yeah. a really cool thing to see. Yeah
1: absolutely absolutely and it's it's absolutely phenomenal and he finishes off all of the dark troopers they're all in pieces they were uh, they just they didn't stand a chance essentially so it's, it's quite amazing it's I think it's a bit of a shame in a way that they weren't a bit better against him but um, yeah. it just it clarifies how unbelievably powerful and skilled <laughs> he is which is fantastic so at this point boys I was like please let it be Sebastian Stan that was what was running through my head I was exa- me and
0: me and my housemate Jacob. We literally were praying. Yeah, that I was, was like, surely, Sebastian.
1: is that the way that they've gone? They've either done that or they've done the the Tarkin DH thing. Either way, yeah. I don't really mind. If it's Sebastian Stan, it means there'll be a there'll be more of him. If it's yeah. DH, they probably won't do much more. So I was I was praying that it would be Sebastian Stan, and then uh, Mando is like, open open the blast doors, open the blast yeah. doors, uh, and he opens it up in comes luke and he holds uh, he pulls back his hood and at this point we realize that it's a de-aged uh luke skywalker so now we know that it actually was mark hamill and he yeah. was on set yeah and they de-aged the voice and they did all that sort of stuff it's it's this has sort of split the fandom right yeah. down the middle as far as i can tell because there are a yeah. lot of people who are like me who wanted sebastian stem I've I forgive them this, I have to say Um, at at the time I was a bit like, oh, no, I'm I am disappointed by that. But I've I've forgiven them because it's Mark Hamill, um, because we know that he wasn't satisfied with The Last Jedi. And so it's a bit like, oh, okay, so his Luke actually does get this send off, which I like. And they yeah. and that they haven't recast it. I don't know. I know, Jenks, you've got a very different opinion. Because so this, I this remember, has ruined
0: it for you, hasn't it? I remember texting you boys. And I think you were both waiting for me to finish watching it. Of course. And I just literally went, I think I just text. That was awful. I
1: think you, uh, we thought you were talking about the whole episode. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he used a bit stronger language than that. And it was, well, that was, and that was all we got. Yeah. And I thought, he's got to be joking. Yeah, he has yeah. to be joking. I was like, but, "Oh,
1: I can't do a pub with him if he's going to be like this." Now, That's literally what I was thinking.
0: Now you know that I, and this is the, this is what I think is is why it has split everyone so much because it's made me so angry because this episode, it had like we we're talking about earlier, it had the storytelling, the characterization, and just incredible moments, and Luke entering just like his father. I was like, "This is." This is more than five mandos. Sorry, this is more. We have to invent more. And then that moment happened and it slapped me in the face and took me right out of it. Took me right out of it and destroyed yeah. it for me.
1: Which is understandable.
0: And I was really angry. And then as soon as he started speaking with... I Do you know what? I, I, like, voice-wise, it was great.
1: Yeah, no, it's not bad. It's, it's like, pretty good.
0: Um. I mean, Hamill's a great voice actor anyway, but I'm sure they did something.
1: Yeah, apparently they did do something to his voice. I don't know what.
0: But it it sounded great. But the fact that there was no expression on his face, there was nothing, and his face looked flat. And it literally reminded... As soon as I saw him, I was like, that is Luke from Star Wars Battlefront 2. That crappy little storyline that we got. That's him. Which is great because in... In a game, it's fantastic because he looks awesome. But if you're putting him up against, it's what was really annoying is that it kept going back and forward. Yeah. Because obviously Mando takes his helmet off, and I was looking at looking at Pedro Pascal, and I was like, "That's a real face." <laughs> and then going to Luke and going, "Oh my god, that's so obviously fake." But like, not. I loved what they did with Tarkin. I thought Tarkin was actually pretty good.
1: Well, Tarkin was a complete creation. Yeah. So that's sort of easier in a way, isn't it?
0: Yeah, true. I, and I, I, I really like what they did with that. And the Carrie Fisher one, I was like, mm.
1: yeah, that I wasn't bet. as good as Tarkin somehow, even though yeah. it was four years later or something.
0: <laughs> but um, but they, oh, I hated it. I really hated it, and I, it's going to affect my score dramatically. Wow, this is really this interesting because we have all sides of the
2: force right here in this room. We have we have Chris, who's 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 the gray Jedi. We have yeah. we have uh, we have Jinx, who is the Sith Lord over there, <laughs> <laughs> and we and we have me, the humble Jedi. But okay, because and I say this because I didn't have a problem with it at all. And I know that sounds astonishing because I do completely agree it was jarring. You looked at him, and it was his lips kind of moved in a strange way, and his eyes looked kind of fake and things like that. But I was completely okay with it because. If you picture the the average viewer, okay, let's say someone who watched the original tr- uh, trilogy and then hasn't really kept up to date with Star Wars, but is enjoying Man- the Mandalorian, so decides to check this out, he takes his hood off, and there's Sebastian Stan there. They would go. Who's that? True. I I have no idea who that is, and they they don't know his lightsaber off you know off by heart like we do, and they don't know all the connections that we make, whereas as soon as this hood came down, even though it was a bit janky, it was the Luke that we all remember and love. You know, it was that it was that familiar face that it, it mm. took us right back to when we were children. And I think it needed that; it really, really needed that for it to be believable and for us to feel that
0: connection. Ultimately, nice. Yeah, I think it's. Uh... It's a hard one, really. I mean, I would have been really happy maybe if they just left the hood up. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. And that if he maybe just had his hood just a little back, so you could see him, and you're like, "That is Luke." Oh like the God, classic
1: Palpatine, yeah. Darth Sidious,
0: rather. And if they did that, I mean, that would make me even more interested to see what Luke's story was later on. But I don't know. It's just, or if he I took think...
2: it down and he had a stormtrooper helmet on, that would <laughs> have been great as well. Got yeah.
0: I'm a (laughs) stormtrooper and then kills them all. (laughs) But yeah, I I don't know what it is. I think it maybe is that, you know, I, I know you boys know, I love Return of the Jedi. I think it's such a good film, especially the last third of it, I think is incredible. And Luke facing off against Vader is always going to be distilled in my memory as one of the greatest pieces of film ever made. Mm. And not because it's a great, Fight sequence or anything like that, more just because the passion between both of the characters and stuff, and that because I sent you both a picture as well straight after of Luke in that film to how
1: he looks. You did. He looks in, awful in that film. It looks he much looks much more worse. pristine and manly. Oh yeah, he it he looks lovely. It looks great. Far yeah. too good for Mark <laughs> Hamill. He's a that, mess.
0: And that's kind of what I I I do get it actually because I didn't think about that prior that may, you know the audience the normal audience viewer probably wouldn't get it but so maybe if they did leave the hood up and do the Sidious vibe that would have been really cool
2: yeah I think that's certainly an option that they they could they might have even explored we they might have kind of gone yeah. through that but maybe it's just the connection of seeing the face and yeah. for people to really feel that connection yeah. with that character but yeah
0: I, I don't know boys I don't
1: know it's difficult isn't it I haven't watched it again I need to watch it again um, I, w-
0: I, w- I watched it straight after because I sent you some videos of me reacting to it. It
1: was yeah. great. I mean, I would need to watch the whole episode again One uh, thing I after I will say, days.
0: One thing I will say is that even though it did take me out and jar me completely and got me really angry, I love the risk. and that they That's actually unbelievable. Went, and that they actually went, nah, stuff it. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. it do- you know, even if his face does look like a melted cabbage, yeah, like, <laughs> but imagine that meeting. Imagine yeah. being
1: in Favreau's meeting when he was talking about season two and he was like, oh, by the way, in the last episode, we're bringing back Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Imagine being in that room. Inca- and everyone and would also, be like, you are mental. And Mark Hamill getting
0: that message going. Yeah. Yeah, we want you back, but we actually want to do something great with your
1: character. <laughs> yeah. We want to give you rubbish. the. You remember Rogue One? Yeah, you can do that. It's, yeah. just, it's just amazing. I mean, he didn't do the, the combat scenes, obviously. That was a, um, a, a motion capture guy. I can't remember his yeah. name, Max something. Um, yeah. But it was. Th- that's another amazing thing. They managed to keep it a secret for over a year yeah. that Mark Aww. Hamill was on that set and he recorded as Luke Skywalker. Unbelievable. We, we have to give massive,
2: massive props to the the team who worked on this, who managed to keep that a secret. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I mean, I I did watch a, an interview afterwards with them, um, uh, with was it? I think it was Favreau. Yeah, it was Favreau that and he was talking about it and saying it was so difficult to keep this a secret mm. because there's so many people working on it, you know. But every single one of them, even down to the guy who makes coffees and
0: is the receptionist
2: yeah. kept it a secret yeah Amazing. and imagine
0: just imagine if one fan found that out bang Yeah, it would be out in a second because yeah, yeah that's just how the fandom works now for Star Wars
1: yeah they're monsters and it yeah. would have it, the whole episode would have been like it was for you Jenks spoiled which yeah. is such a shame because I've described to you the journey that I went on like yeah. nothing else honestly but um, to be
0: fair, it only destroyed the only moment I was like, oh for god's sake, that's annoying is when the X-wing turned up. I was like, oh, I would have loved Yeah. just to get And that the build feeling. up to that. Yeah. That would have been awesome. You knew I, he was coming. But him walking through, I was still like, oh my yeah. god.
1: It's 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 oh god, it's so good. I need to yeah. watch it again. I'd watch it again this evening, but I have to be up with my child. Maybe I'll watch oh. it with him, introduce him to Luke Skywalker. Hey, and then he'll watch the original films and be like, what's the matter with that guy? (laughs) Bring back the pristine guy, please. God. (laughs) Goodness me. But yeah, um, so to pick up the plot again, lads. Yes. uh, So Luke Skywalker now walks onto the bridge and Mando asks him if he's a Jedi. And Luke's like, uh, yeah. (laughs) What do you think all that was about? (laughs) Like, what do you think this, what, what's this green thing I've got in my hand? How was I able to destroy this platoon of dark sabers, You moron. If he said that,
0: I would have been incredible. <laughs> Love this.
1: Yeah, proper old sass Luke there. Like, yeah. lovely. Um, but yeah, and he wants to take Baby Yoda away, of course. Because, and who else could it have been that would have heard Baby Yoda's call on the, the hilltop in Tython? goodness mate and uh, mando says oh he doesn't want to go with you you creep and <laughs> luke says that uh, oh no he's, he just wants your permission to go and luke pledges that he'll give his life to protect him and he says uh, talent is great but without training it's nothing um and mando picks him up and he says that he'll go uh, he must go with luke and that they'll meet again and then mando as he loves to do takes off his helmet and He shows his face to Baby Yoda for the first time. Baby Yoda has not seen his face. And then he touches his face. It's very, very sweet. Mm. Um, and he says, Don't be afraid. And he puts him on the ground. And in pops our old mate, R2D2. Lovely. They have a lovely little chat. Really bleeply bloop and beep up. And so there's like, an. I like the way that Grogu and R2 do have a little combo. I yeah, think yeah. That's so sweet. I thought it yeah. went
0: on for a little bit too it long. It did,
1: didn't it? I was trying to remember, was I in an emotional haze so that it seemed like it went on forever? But it went on for a while.
0: Yeah, because then Luke uh, R2 does its. you know, when it's get, he gets really excited, he does it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we
1: I was like, it. all right, R2, what's
0: kicking <laughs> off with you?
1: So have you heard the theories about this? So the theories that are popping around at the moment are that it was R2 that saved Baby Yoda from the Jedi yeah. Temple. Now, there's a thought. I thought you were
2: going to say that it was R2 that sensed him. <laughs> he that, yeah, it wasn't Luke, Luke at all. Look, R2, R2 was like,
1: Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Luke was like, another Jedi? Where? Lassie? At the old mill?
2: Last time there was a <laughs> lie. We're not going again.
1: But yeah, what do we think about that theory?
0: I um, love that theory and also think bullshit.
1: <laughs> but it would be a clever way of doing it though, because obviously if we see R two, then we there's no like there's no recasting, obviously. It's just we see R two in the in the Jedi Temple and we think, Yeah, I believe it. Can you yeah. imagine that
2: if Grogu just climbs inside one of his little cavities and just sits in there? It just takes him out. <laughs> there's Let's also like there's
0: that that another it. theory Lovely. that um Oh my god, this is a massively long theory. And it is. Oh, beautiful. mate, we got to pick
1: up the pace, a bit. Come on.
0: It is beautiful. Um, We're losing What them. was? What was the other? Tabs. Um, Tabs. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, not obviously not Yoda, but what was the other? Yaddle. Uh, Yaddle. Yaddle. There's a massive theory that Yaddle. Um, Yaddle. Saved. Yep. <laughs> There's a massive theory that uh, Yaddle saved Anakin <laughs> during the Clone Wars, and uh, Anakin actually saved um, Grogu. Because um, apparently they're saying that... So this is is a
1: long theory because you're taking a long time between (laughs) words.
0: So Yoda and uh, Yaddle, what's it? Yaddle. That's the one. (laughs) Uh, They knew that their species apparently were getting decimated and destroyed and there was none left. So apparently they started breeding because Yaddle is a woman. Um, and Grogu. Hold on, is...
2: just because she's a woman doesn't mean she always
0: wants to breed.
2: Yeah. No, no, on. no, Jenks, th- you're th- they, they
0: both consented.
2: It's 2020, mate. So. It was, it was Bloody a normal. thing that
0: they both wanted to do. <laughs> and Grogu was the child um, of Yoda and Yaddle. And Yaddle. Uh, there we go. It's better when you say it. And uh, yeah, and then apparently Yaddle actually saved Anakin during the Clone Wars and died while saving Anakin and the Anakin in the Jedi Temple saved um, Grogu. How apparently, interesting. Apparently that's another theory.
1: Saved Grogu from himself. Yeah. Bit of a weird one, that. <laughs> Bit of a weird one. Yeah. Not
2: quite
1: yeah. <laughs> there. Not... This is like but your then, COVID R- story,
0: Jenks. R- R- R2, was with... R2 was with Anakin, so that, that makes <laughs>
1: sense. That has nothing to do with your theory, surely?
0: Well, then R2 can be part of that as well and go... Anakin goes, look, take this little youngling away. This mate, do you, just wanna, do you just, <laughs> just, just want to see Hayden back in his role? I do. I mean, it, we're going to get... We are. it's been announced that we're going to get so many flashbacks of uh, the Jedi Temple. And, and apparently
1: we're going to see it. Vader without his suit as well, which would be...
0: Yeah Freakish and weird We saw a little bit of it In Rogue One God that was a good
1: film Why didn't we ever do A pod about that
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is strange actually So we are such Fans It's strange that we Didn't do one of Rogue One Weird that we skipped That one isn't it I don't get
1: us I don't get
0: us guys Why would we do that Really But yeah apparently That's another theory as well
1: I mean great Which is interesting I I hope that they Explore that more Surely they will
0: Are they going to I, I think oh, they're bit. gonna!
1: <laughs> you like? I've got a
2: bit
0: of insider knowledge. Oh, hold on, boys, just. I'm they gonna. Don't worry.
2: Just got Favre on the phone. Ask his him. Yeah, they're gonna. Up his up his phone uh, as well. Yeah, he really they're is g- an actor. They're gonna uh, explore this, this crevice. Yeah. You're choking. Uh, that, you, oh. Uh, you cheeky monkey. Uh, <laughs> All right, I oh, uh, coffee tomorrow. All right, are you bloody bugger. It's yeah. tier two, isn't it? Eh? Yeah, tier no, I didn't two pick one. up. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think if they do do a theory like that, they can easily put it into uh, the Kenobi series. Yeah. Uh, it can easily oh, go into. Magdalene just imagine if it three.
1: suddenly cropped up in another series and we'd be like, <sighs> What? <laughs>
0: I mean, that's I a great clip. way to pull it all together. They're creating the Star Wars universe now.
1: I'm so excited.
2: Doing the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. They
0: have, they have to bring everything together now. They have to bring storylines like that together. I don't know if people are going to like it, though. That's of course uh, they'll like
1: it. How could they not? Baby Yoda's great. He's on my shelf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not the real one, so people know. There he is, boys. Um... But no, you're gonna have your, your your prequel only lovers going. Oh, why are you changing all of this? How come so many Jedi survived Order
1: sixty six? Yeah, there weren't that many in the first place.
0: Which is a thing that is being picked up at the moment quite a lot. I see a, a, a lot of people getting angry at that now. You
1: say that there's not that many, eh? There's not that many. Well, people getting angry. <laughs> there's not that many Jedi that survived. Well, what, it's like five, six. Well, well, Yoda, Obi Wan, Cal Kestis. Um, who else? Ahsoka.
0: Who else? George Ezra. George yeah, Ezra.
1: Did. Yeah, I suppose. That's five. Uh, Come on, give them five. Mace Windu the, from that trailer the, we just saw. Yeah, the two other Jedi
0: Windu. from uh, Rebels as well.
1: Yeah, um, Sia or Siri, whatever the hell her name is. From um, Sia, Sia from she
2: did
0: Chandelier, I think. That's <laughs> 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 with a with a lightsaber in a hand.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that, there, is, there is a video.
0: There is quite a few. There's like su- ten tops. But I suppose that kind of does get in the way of some of the storyline of maybe a new hope going, Oh, you know, this is the chosen one. You
2: but know. if you think about the large scale here of the Jedi Order and all, you know, this is just the core worlds we're talking about mostly here. It's and the, the second Je- time he
1: said core worlds in this pod. I really it like is.
2: that. Well, yeah. you know what,
1: I'm, you know, I like to please me,
2: but no, this is the whole of the Jedi Order, okay? Yeah. And then ten, that's none. They're basically it's like saying they're extinct, kaput. Yeah. Yeah, but if you if
0: you go along with that logic, then why the hell do we keep going to Tatooine?
1: It's a lovely place. Hey. <laughs> Maybe we're being drawn there If we it's going had to... lots of Skywalkers and Ben Kenobi there.
0: Oh, let go of the Skywalker series, though. Oh, God. Okay. It's... Maybe. It's, just, it's
1: literally just been in this episode.
0: I know, but bloody hell.
2: Maybe Windu set up a cantina there and we want to kind of get in there. No, that really would be good. I'd It'd love to good. see That'd that. Be... I mean, so. Take a seat. What would
0: we, what would we have thought if we're, <laughs> if we're uh, if, I don't know what I'm saying, if we're talking about this. We are talking about this. <laughs>
1: What That's COVID, would, isn't it?
0: What would have shocked you more, right? Is that when you see that lightsaber that came out on that little camcorder. Um Not camcorder, security camera. That'd be great, though, if someone was just yeah. with the little 90s camcorder.
1: Are you saying this? Wait, do it again. Do it again. I missed it. <laughs> if a purple lightsaber came out. I'd have been, out, been like, wasn't that an X-Wing that came in? Why has it got an X-Wing? Well, yeah, it just could have been part of the New Republic.
0: But if they made us think, it would have been amazing. If they made us think, oh my god, it's Luke, and then suddenly
1: a purple lights. I mean, comes out. I, <gasps> to be fair, that would have been awesome. I, but I was, I was in tears anyway at that point. It was too late for me.
0: That was my dream. But if you're putting Luke Skywalker back back in something, I don't think you're going to anger anyone.
1: No, absolutely. And if you absolutely. do, then
0: they're just little millennial noobs.
1: It's difficult with someone like Mace Windu. Like it's difficult with. Why, what's w- happened? It's difficult with um, <laughs> any of the surviving Jedi because the argument is always, oh, well, why didn't they do something? You know what I mean? Like, why has it fallen to Kenobi and to Luke to do something about the Empire? But the answer probably is that it, if the Jedi chanced to survive, they weren't powerful enough to take on Vader and Palpatine, basically. Yeah. It's, it's because like they were saying, the best of the best. It's like saying, why don't you send one man into a war?
2: What?
1: Uh, no, definitely not. Yeah. You, wouldn't you know, do, do that. It- if but Mace we, But Mace Windu probably would do that. Because well, he was incredibly powerful.
0: I don't know, because Mace Windu I mean he was um he wasn't Grand Master, he was what was the
1: name? Oh he was for a while though, wasn't he? He was he was for a he while. He was Master then, of the Order, wasn't he? Master of the Order, that's it.
0: Master <laughs> of the ass. But yeah, he was Master of <laughs> the Order. So he held like he was the second highest Jedi. Oh, I know. The, no, that's
1: what I mean. Like, I think that's one of the issues with bringing Mace but back I, is why didn't he do something? He'd be quite clever enough
0: to realize, okay, this ain't going to work. If what I be. go in on my Todd, Yeah, I need to, uh... but then what, what would he have done? You'd think, okay, well, he would try and find out who else was there, but that's why I quite like the way that fallen order did it. That, um, when Cal was going around, he was realizing, oh my God, if I put myself out more as a Jedi, I put other people at risk, all these, you know, children that have yeah. uh, force powers at risk. you got to uh,
2: remember, yeah, as soon as um, there's a Jedi connected anywhere, there's a huge target Absolutely yeah. you
0: yeah. and, and wherever you are. That's why that story with Cal is so good. Yeah. Keenan and Cal. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I hope they're bringing in Cal. That'll be great. <laughs> or
1: yeah. Keenan. That, that seems sort of logical, doesn't it? Something like that. Or, yeah. or Ezra or someone like that. George Ezra. Okay. Nice.
0: Ezra's definitely gonna come into a soap. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, that's yeah, with all the definitely. thrawn stuff. hundred yeah. percent. Can you imagine if we see Luke's Jedi Temple that he's
2: starting and there's Cal there?
0: I mean, that would be Wouldn't great. Wouldn't that
2: be good? And he's maybe like like teaching some of the students or
0: something yeah. like that. I mean Yeah, so this all opens uh, up It does kind of the future of okay, so I'm guessing Baby Yoda's going to that temple. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: This
0: is the start of what we see in the sequels, I'm
2: guessing, when yeah. we we see the temple.
1: But is Baby yeah. Yoda going to be killed as the temple is destroyed? Presumably not. But then what happens to him? Does he go to the unknown regions? or Even if he does, apparently Palpatine's out there just waiting for people. Having yeah. a cocktail party, whatever the hell it is he's been doing for the past uh. ten years, you know.
0: Or maybe... Baby Yoda just thought, I'm not going to be part of this bullshit.
1: Maybe. Yeah. He saw J.J. Abrams and thought, no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I like Star Trek, but I'm not going that far.
0: I'll wait no, for Taika no. to do his film. Yeah, yeah.
1: Come in that. I'll do the yeah. Baby Yoda trilogy. That'd be nice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Do we think that he's going to die in the... T- no, I, even as I say it, I'm like, surely they're not going to set him up so that he dies... If if Kylo Ren, like I like Kylo Ren a lot, obviously he's the best character in the whole damn sequel trilogy. Yeah. But if he kills Baby Yoda, it's a bit like oh no, no. what's I'd, the point? Definitely. I mean, from all we've
2: learned about Yoda's species, is that they are incredibly powerful in the Force. They live for a damn long time. But <sighs> I just think it would be
0: awful to see him killed off so soon. When I think has- it's, it's, I think even if he came into the sequel trilogy, he'd still be too young to actually do anything. Yeah, maybe yeah. He wouldn't probably even be able to wield a lightsaber. Yeah. So I, it takes him a long time to
1: marinate. Exactly. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, no, I I. No, I do agree. I, I think um, there'll be more to come from him. I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe they'll eventually do a... Um, do you remember Cade Skywalker and all that, which was like 150 years after the Battle of Yavin? Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. I love those stories. And yeah, maybe I, I, I is that expanded universe? I suppose it is. Yeah. Um. So maybe they'll—they'll yeah. they'll jump ahead in Baby Yoda's time and do a High Republic, but two hundred years in the future from where we are now, and he's still there. Imagine that.
0: Yeah, they—they they are incredible
1: stories. Though, they are really good. So interesting to, to. That's such a brand new perspective, and you see the famous name. That's yeah. how you do a famous name and do a twist on it. Yeah. I tell you what, that's listening what they to, they have to-, to <laughs> that's what. They- <laughs> Uh, that's what they have to do, Chris.
2: What you said, okay. Ten years down the line, let's say, just for instance, that happens, okay. And we explore the future where Grogu is no longer a babs anymore. He is now a student, maybe, or yeah. you know, that of that kind of level. Um, and he talks about his days with Mando in the past tense, and so we Mando. get this kind of uh, reminiscing sort of thing, and it kind of ties up all together. 10 year long plan just like
1: Marvel it could happen hey it could happen I I mean considering how it's gone for Marvel surely they've got I mean I know they'll have been like they will have had a plan initially when they bought Star Wars and obviously it went awfully wrong so they'll now be thinking (laughs) get Favreau to do a plan get Dave Filoni to do a plan yeah and make it actually work you know I'm
2: sure you're right yeah, I'm going to do a little PSA, actually. Um, there's actually a, 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 p- a petition at the moment out there for um, that people can sign if they want Dave Fleur... Fle- 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 De- they want Filoni. Dave Fleur Delacour. And, and they want um, Filipino, feloni and uh, Favaroid. If they want those two to take over the Star Wars universe and it's kind of like you sign the petition and hopefully it'll get somewhere. Everyone go give that a little sign. That might be worth yeah, you your may time. As well.
1: May as well. What
0: to kick out Kathleen Kennedy? Basically, yeah.
1: But her I think contract it, is ending in twenty twenty one anyway. So I it think seems it's going like that like way. It's okay. gotta be Filoni to take take over. He's George Lucas's like protege. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. He's the, learner. He's
0: the only one that George Lucas pretty much when the takeover happened, gave a massive thumbs up to every idea that he had. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, Filoni, you take this, you've got it, you've smashed it. And when they there's a great conversation between them both at uh, Star Wars Celebrations, where um, they're both praising each other, but Lucas is like, this man has so many great ideas, so many good ideas, and we're working together on all these Clone Wars ideas. And they were saying, do you want Clone Wars back and all this kind of stuff because it <laughs> needs to be finished and gr- Like, to see them both sitting there together. I just imagine them going, we can't hear you. clone war's back. Like, it's it's a beautiful thing. And I think Lucas is kind of laughing in his boots because he has been brought back now to a closer circle to Disney. Yeah. And they are using a lot of his ideas and they are talking about it. And I think Favreau has a massive, and uh, Filoni have a massive input in that to turn in kind of Kathleen Kennedy's ideas. Surely. But, but also, she has come in now full guns a blazing. Yeah. With all these new shows and has seen how well Mando has done. And in classic Disney fashion, hasn't gone, okay, well, let's take our time, release this, release <laughs> that. She's gone, right, let's tell them we're doing everything. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's classic Kathleen Kennedy Disney. Yeah. yeah that's not, that's not, Mar- that's not Marvel. That's not like, you know, we open with something and then slowly build, slowly build, slowly build and then go, OK, we're going to release all of these. She's literally gone, OK, one series has done very well. So we're going to put everything out. Yeah, it's risky, isn't it? It is it really is. risky. And I am a bit scared. I know Kenobi's is going to be fine. And yeah, like Mando 3 will be fine. But those,
1: some of them will be duds, I think. Yeah, those new ones are going it's, to be it's interesting. Okay. It's OK. As long as it's, it's the right ones, it's OK.
0: Yeah, it's just interesting what they will lead with and yeah. what
1: they will use as, I'm hoping,
0: they'll use either Mando, well no, it has to be Mando as the flagship.
1: Mando followed by Kenobi, although Kenobi's only one series, they're saying.
0: Yeah, six episodes.
2: Yeah, not much at all. I don't think they'd do Mando followed by Kenobi, would they? If they, you mean? How do you mean? We, two powerhouses right next to each other, I thought they would kind of... Uh, oh, but as like the Flying the Flag series. I, you I know. see what you mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, this whole idea of, as Chris says, the scattershot and Jeg says, putting them all out at once. Uh, th- some of them, they say, oh, yeah, this isn't out till well, 2022. Why are you telling us now? Yeah. I, d- I don't care what... 2022 yeah. is ages away. And I know it, needs- it might be you know, a couple of years, whatever. It is ages. Yeah. In, 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 for a, from a fan's point of view, that was silly. I would have done four in a row, you know, strong titles. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And then next year's celebration, whatever, you can go, hey, we got another four, whatever. I don't know, but just do something like that.
0: I think they uh, went in too hard there. And I think they probably did it because of how the world is at the moment. And they're probably like, okay, let's give them hope. Yeah. But I, I think you unnerve the audience, especially with how they dealt with the films. Yeah. yeah. We're not quite ready to out. trust
1: yeah. Disney, are we? Quite, like, quite rightly.
0: We, everyone completely trusts three people that's Taika Waititi, Dave Filoni, and Favreau. But that isn't Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Those are three freelancers that in the last like, yeah, in the last like six, seven years, they've been aiming a lot. Closer to Disney, but also all of them do their own things. Yeah, yeah. You know, Taika Waititi did Jojo Rabbit and stuff like that, and they all kind of have fingers in different pies. But if Disney take that on, is it going to be just Disney ruled, or are they saying, you know what, we want all these guys to lead us? I don't think that's how Kathleen Kennedy works. One thing I am really happy to see,
2: though, with with this with Mando, is that we've had gore in the Disney world. We have had had some pretty gory stuff which I never thought I'd see from Disney. And this is them putting this out there as pretty much their flagship on the Disney Plus site. Hey, everyone, check this out. And I mean everyone. And there's gore, there's brutal bits in it, there's blood, there's things that we wanted to see in the sequels. Instead, we got... uh, Oh, God, I don't even
1: like thinking about it. Riding unicorns across uh, the Stardust. I don't Yeah.
0: Going to a random casino planet just to show that holding animals is wrong and riding. We know!
2: We
1: know!
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, putting a purple haired woman in charge of everything just to show she's a bit different. We know she's a woman. We love this actress. You don't need to shove it down our throats.
1: It's true. Who doesn't love Jurassic Park, for God's sake? So,
0: exactly. She's incredible. Everyone loves her. But I'm going to ask you. Guys, one question now, and then we can have like a little chat just after.
1: We haven't finished the episode yet, mate. Oh yeah, go on then. Brilliant. So, boys, we come to the end of the episode, and <laughs> what? So we've been talking about Luke, obviously, and uh, Mando sets Baby Yodes free, and he wanders over to y- uh, over to Luke. We have to take a moment because obviously the spectacle of what's just happened left me flabbergasted. But Pedro Pascal, when that helmet comes off, the look in his eyes is just heartbreaking. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's giving your
2: son away in it's, one oh. small little facial expression.
1: Oh. Isn't it amazing? Absolutely. It's, what, a,
0: what fantastic character development there.
1: Yeah. From yeah, the first episode. Yeah. When he was brutal yeah. and he took no prisoners, he had no heart and all of a sudden... His helmet is off and he is weeping. Yeah. It's I, it's beautiful. It's such good acting.
0: I was silent during that bit because I was just like, is he going to say something or isn't he? I I just love what he's doing.
2: Oh, I, I, thought you, I thought you meant Yodes
1: then just goes, cheers, mate. For every <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to say, yeah. Really appreciate it. I'll get Bye, you then. back for the, you know. Sorry about the ship as well. Yeah, he just, comes,
0: just comes waddling back quickly and goes.
1: Yeah, can have that ball.
2: <laughs> bloody <laughs> love that ball. He goes, listen, mate. I'm busting for a piss. You haven't got a toilet.
0: <laughs> I don't know where it is. I have no idea where it is. And I've just seen this ship. No bloody room anywhere.
2: <laughs> no toilet. Who doesn't have a toilet in this day and age? All right, We're not in the Clone
0: Wars anymore. Is he Cranky? Michael Kane now? <laughs> 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 no, nah, listen here. Okay. All right. Okay. There no, is no toilet on that X-wing. Okay,
1: There's not We're There's no see on it. it
0: Master Mando Master Mando Right
2: Listen. We're I'm... calling it When he gets voiced eventually It's going to be Michael ah
0: <laughs> oh. Perfect Master Luke Master Luke well, How are you going to try me Master Luke Oh this is a terrible day for me Master
1: Luke <laughs> Ridiculous
0: I thought you'd sound a bit like Yoda Do I not sound like Yoda <laughs> We very much have the same voices. It's just, it's just a thing, you know. I am the voice. I love the way
1: Chris away. just lets you continue. I just, <laughs> I'm baffled by it. Don't I was waiting you. for a natural pause. It doesn't really happen. There's no and natural so, pauses in uh, Kane's voice. So we reach the end of the episode, <laughs> and for the first time in Mando, we get a proper Marvel trope. And we get a credits sequence. Very exciting because this is Disney, as we have described, announced every like show under the sun. And maybe they thought, oh, no, I'll tell you what, 25 shows is probably too many. <laughs> so let's announce 24 and then we'll hold one back. <laughs> and then we'll announce it like two days later. How's that sound? And everyone We're was like, oh, yeah, they're sensible. Yeah, great. Actually, I ha- I did watch the uh, Favreau interview and
2: they let him hold that announcement back. No way. Until after. That was the only exception that they let him do that. Um, otherwise, because I thought it was weird as well until I watched this interview. Uh, you can see it on YouTube. And, well, you um, might have to. You've referenced it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and he says that was the only thing they let them, let him hold back was that... The launch of that so it had more suspense and made sense with the end credit scene.
1: I mean it's it's cool, it works really well. And obviously what happens is um suddenly we're back on Tatooine, where we never ever go. <laughs> and we're in Jabba's Palace, uh, which is very exciting, and we see Bib Fortuna. Lovely to see Bib.
0: Someone else has put on a bit of weight as well, hasn't <laughs> they? <Bloody> it's been <laughs> a
1: bad lockdown for Bib, I tell you that much. You wanna monger? And he, uh, and someone, somebody breaks in upstairs and we're wondering who on earth it is. And uh, it's, first of all, it's old Fennec Shand and she kills uh, the Gamorians, the Gamorians, um, And she kills everyone there except for the uh, Twi'lek slave girl. She shoots the chain and she manages to get away, which is good. Love and she that. doesn't kill, doesn't kill old Bib either, which is, you know, very generous. And then Boba walks in behind and Bib Fortuna is like, what on earth are you doing here? Um, we thought you were dead. We're very pleased to see you. And he gets like two lines. It's a really weird cameo because he gets two lines. Do you like
0: that he said, though, we heard rumours?
1: Yeah. OK, so that is nice. That's a I nice line. That. That's good. And he says, oh, and he also says McClunky, which is such a stupid little <laughs> throwback. That's that's really taken the Michael out of the... Yeah. um. The, again, Ham shooting first scene, because that's the stupid line that for some reason, Lucas, I love Lucas, but he's a moron. He put that line into that scene when Greedo gets shot. He goes, McClucky. It's like, great. There you go. You've legitimized the whole thing. Well done, mate. Awful. 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 Um, and yeah, so Bib Fortuna gets out these like three lines and then Boba's like, yep, oh, there we go. Dead. Perfect. Throws his body to the floor and he takes the throne of Greedo. Uh, Jabba the Hutt, and the book of Boba Fett is revealed. Great title, great, love it. Great title, very exciting. And it's the twenty fifth uh day of Christmas or whatever the hell it is that they're gonna do with their their series. It's the it's the it, you know it's the crowning glory. Presumably that will be another like Mando flagship series mm. to run alongside it. Because we all wondered what would happen with Boba Fett.
0: Well, the yeah. whole, I mean the whispers were out there years and years ago that they were going to do a Boba Fett series. That was one of the first things that was kind of being talked about. And then yeah. the Mandalorian came along and we were like, Oh, is that about Boba Fett? Cause he wears Mandalorian out? And then obviously we saw the trailer and it wasn't. And we were just like, Oh, okay. So whatever happened to that? Yeah. But to see that come back is, uh, is pretty groovy.
1: It is. That's I mean, it. I- that's I'm excited. Like, I'm excited to see. It. That, I'm excited that, to think about it. And we've fair, that. He's established reaction. now. Yeah, which is cool. They've established him in a really clever way. He doesn't do we, have to do any like groundwork in that respect. They can just start telling stories with him, which is great. Yeah. What do we think of the beautiful set as well that we saw?
2: Oh. The up, updated. Oh, Jabba's Palace. Loved yeah. it. Yeah, fab. We I mean, can't we have haven't a go at Jabba's Palace. No, uh, we haven't seen that for quite some time. We've not. And it looked. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. Really good work. Yeah. 37
0: years, to be precise. Counted okay. them myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but last year, last year.
0: Okay. Shut up.
1: <laughs> God, I was in
0: history, boys. <laughs> now I'm working with you.
1: Um, but yeah,
0: I that, I did. I did like that.
1: Yeah, it was great. Jenks, we've now reached the end of the episode. So you can begin your, you can begin your landing.
0: Right. Let's say. Uh, Let's blast out the Mandos for this episode.
1: Okay. Where do you want to start?
0: Um, Let's start with
1: Chris. Okay, boys. So I won't lie to you. The CGI Luke dragged it down a little bit for me. And it dragged it down to five Mandos. (gasps) Because cheeky beggar. (laughs) Had it not, had it been ever so slightly less jarring for me, I would have been like, I'm giving it at least a man, five Mando's and a Lorian. Wow. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. I it was like a religious experience. I, I the only thing I can can compare it to is Heart Home, because I was on the edge of my seat. I was sweating. I literally, I cannot. I can. I can remember mental flashes of watching it, but it was like I was in a dream state or something. It was amazing.
0: You must have had a great wedding day then. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's unfair of you to just keep your voice down.
0: But it was bloody amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, the episode is—I mean, you know—it it has its one fault, which is that the CGI is not quite up to what they wanted it to do. Yeah. But I've—I've—I forgive them that. But otherwise, it would have been more than five. It would probably be the only thing that I would ever give it—give more than five Mandos to.
0: Interesting. That's me. Uh but that's just me. Easy.
1: Just easy for me
2: as well. I liked it more than Chris's wedding day. And uh I just easy. Five loved Mando. It as well. Five Mando's and a Lorian for oh, me. It's is. straight up there, the biggest number I've ever given. It's huge be- because this is absolutely this is gonna go down in history, you know. It just will because it's such a big moment with such a key character. The the character where this all started. Where, you know, all the way back when Lucas was just a, just a laddie. And he was saying, oh, I'm going to one day, Bob, I'm going to make a film about being in space. And she went, shut up, you idiot, you're not. And he went, I am, I tell you. And then after that, we got the Skywalker saga. <laughs> and this is where it all started. And, ah, oh, what an episode. And... Everything about it was great. Mando was awesome. All of the characters were just on point. We had some of the best dialogue we've had in since the whole series started. We literally have. It's been so convincing and heartwarming. And you get teary with this episode as well. So you have to take all that into consideration. It's a roller
0: coaster. He's right. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Did so- you like that? That was good. That big, big fan. That, that itself was a roller coaster. That <laughs> made was... me
1: think that I should up mine. That's, <laughs> that's how convinced I was by it. Nice man.
0: So I imagine I'm gonna get a lot of hate. You are for what I'm about to do. <laughs> you are from all the from all the listeners as well. All no, of you, yeah. just from us. Um, the the Luke moment was just too much for me. It was just too much. Not him being there as in seeing his face, was too much for me. I'm... I'm gonna have to give this a two point... No, I'm not. I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: My blood literally <laughs> turned cold.
0: No, I'm gonna have to give it a... a four Uh, Mandos and a Fine. Okay. Fine. Totally it, fair. It just... It rattled me so much. And like a, if... They just left his hood up. I would have been exactly the same. I would have given it five Mandos and a Lorian, if not more. Like, it was incredible. And I loved everything about it. You know I've been shouting about characterisation and storyline, and I just want that. And I got it. And then getting Luke, I'm like, yeah, fair. That's that's perfect. <laughs> pre- that's, that's pretty good. But just that face,
2: that <laughs> flat face. That face. Listen, okay. He hasn't aged well, Hamill. So, don't ever go. I mean, in, if right? he had
0: a beard, I would have gone, Oh, you forgot a bit, guys. But I would have understood because I would have been like, I know what Mark Hamill looks like now. He's got a bit of a beard. And if they left that on, like, they're watching after going, Oh, bloody hell.
2: What, what would your thoughts have been if he took the hood off and it was Mark Hamill now?
0: <laughs> I would have gone, Jesus.
1: What five years he's
0: had? Like, My God. That's heavy. Do you know what? If it was Sebastian Stan, I still would have given it. I probably would have given it six Mandos because I would have taken even bigger risk.
1: I don't think we go that high, mate. We don't officially. We... we don't officially. We don't go to yeah. five and a half. but, hey, um, but
2: listen, it makes sense because you have Mando and then Alorian afterwards. You know. Right. Yeah, I know how it works, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> two parts.
0: We invented it. You don't you have to. Just, you just, you we all did this together. You can't have.
2: You can't have the top score being
1: Mando. So, like, well, where's the rest of it? You know? Or you get five Mando's. Or like, you don't get like four and a half stars out of five. You get, or rather you do get that. Like, you don't get five and a half stars out of five. <laughs> I've ruined it. You're losing it. You're yeah, losing it. it. Come on, bring it's it back. Like, I tried to clarify Robot Wars earlier. I went robot around or something ridiculous. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Um, Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: I'm, that's I'm fair. Ga- I'm going to have to give it that because it just, and it's such a shame because the episode before
1: this, I gave five. Oh, that's, that's tough. That is so I no, I think you're wrong. <laughs> Boys, I'm gonna change my answer. I'm going five five and a mando. Nice.
0: Fair. I mean I've this, gone up. I wanna this, be on the record. This still is the biggest <laughs> score that we've given an episode. Yeah. I was a of big anything.
1: wet mess after this. <laughs> oh. I was a puddle on the floor after this.
0: God. And do you know what the sad thing is? What's that, mate? Is that the next podcast we do, we are going back to Dinkles. That is oh. true we're going back to Dinkles so what about the whole series
2: Steve Rogers <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, we, if we're absolutely taking in...
1: absolutely <laughs> <Delightful. laughs>
0: so we're going from point A where he goes to Tatooine again to this point here what do we yes. think of that is that journey was it good <laughs>
1: uh, yes Okay, great.
0: We've discussed we
2: discussed the side quests and all this. We've gone through that and we've had that discussion, and we said maybe we can look at the arc. Is what we said when we finished this, we could look at the arc and see if it was worthwhile. It does make sense, and we did need those side quests in order for it to be this impactful. Yeah, but maybe they could have gone about it a different way to where it didn't seem like a side quest, but ultimately yeah. absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah. No, I, I would go along with that as well. I, 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 it didn't bug me that much. The only one, I can't remember which one it was that bugged me. Um, there was one where I was like, this is too much of a side quest for me, but literally only one. And it was quite late in the season. Um, the, yeah, looking back on it, I, I think they, I think it was terrific. Like, I I will miss it immensely, and I'll just have to rewatch the whole series.
2: Yeah, same. It sounds
0: so sad.
1: I am so sad. <laughs> what else have we got? Like, what other TV is there at the moment True. which compares I mean, to it? To be
0: fair, we haven't even talked about it. But Star Trek Discovery right now is incredible. It is a fantastic series that is happening right now.
1: What have I told you <laughs> about nerding out this podcast with your nuts? Just lost so people know, already. Uh,
0: Star Trek Discovery is bloody brilliant at the moment.
1: Look, Star Trek was ruined by Abrams, you know that.
0: Yeah, but this is a whole new series that's kind of kicked out a lot of... Well, we just don't go to the universe that he invented. Um, with this series... Um, go on. First episode... Okay, I... no, we got to be quicker than this,
1: mate. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing them all again.
0: <laughs> so the first episode I loved... Of course you did. It it's... was
1: astonishing.
0: Is... What about the second? So second episode, <laughs> Frog Lady...
1: Yeah, charming.
0: Charming is the word for it. Not great is also another couple (laughs) of words I'd use. Um, So looking back on it now, there was a lot of convenient moments uh, happening in this series, especially in the second episode where it was, well, I need to find other Mandos. Well, luckily I'm playing cards with a guy that knows exactly where Mandos are right now.
2: And just to one up, he's an
0: ant. freaked out aren't you mando freaked <laughs> dr
1: mandible i presume how
0: dare and, you and then having to spend the rest of that episode with a frog in in a hot tub not great. charming
1: star wars world building
0: <laughs> and then the second episode was was pretty epic with bo and stuff like that but those moments and those side quests to the point where i enjoyed watching his sidekick more than i enjoyed watching Mando. Um, did get in the way for me there were a few moments where I was like okay I'm more interested in Bill Burr I'm more interested in Ahsoka I'm more, I'm more you know I think for half of this season I was more interested in the other characters than I was actual Mando which is
1: that's a shame for I me, don't think that's an issue as much for me that's not an issue because it's like I'm seeing the world through Mando's eyes Yeah. so the stuff is happening around me and I'm encountering Jedi, I'm encountering Ahsoka in the way that Mando does, which is like, I don't know what's going on here. I haven't encountered this sort of thing before. <laughs> mm. um, and in, and these and we we have been introduced to like his Mandalorian creed. So then when we meet um, Bokatan and the the uh, and her band of rebels, mm. we are suddenly introduced to the the old Mandalorian way that which we did know, and we were surprised by our Mando's way. From his perspective, do you know what I mean? So it's like, because he's at the centre of it, I wasn't like, I don't want to be watching him. I am him.
0: I like that. I suppose it was more that it was, there's a great meme going around at the moment of uh, the Mandalorian going, from episode one, great start, and then from episode two. We need more blue milk for me to get to the end of this (laughs) storyline. So let's go to this new planet where I shall pick it up. Ah, I'm missing a screw. I'm going to have to go to this planet before we get to the actual part that we're interested in. Ah, I'm missing this. (laughs) now. You know, I think there are moments like that that did happen in this series quite a lot. I think the Ahsoka episode, I look back on it now and I almost am slightly jarred. Maybe they pushed her in just because they had a series ready and they wanted to get the audience ready for that, which is okay. All right you throw in Thrawn in there as well to get people excited. But I think a lot of audience were excited that she was going to come back or Thrawn was going to come into this series and stuff. And then when they announce, Oh no, she's got her own series. You're like, Oh great. I agree. But, but I then think- you look at, you look at that episode and you're like, Oh,
2: yeah, I think Ahsoka was shoehorned in there. And yeah. I didn't know this until I saw the announcement. And it makes so much sense when you see it does, these, yeah. these characters that we've known since the beginning, bonded with, who come back at the end to help, ultimately. Yeah, uh, Where's Ahsoka?
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, she's busy. It. You see an awesome Jedi, but at the end of it, she goes, I can't train him. You have to you later. Take, take him to this hill this hill and then she'll, he'll contact another Jedi but you are an a Jedi
2: temple <laughs> but while you're there make sure you sign up to Disney Plus and uh, wait for Ahsoka to come out yeah see you,
0: and see also, you later and also if he gets stuck in a big blue beam of light just keep trying
1: just yeah. keep trying to get in that blue beam yeah One, it'll work eventually you'll get yeah. in trust me
0: I love the series overall but there was a lot of moments that for me were shoe characters were shoehorned in and I was maybe more interested in them and then got let down that they actually didn't do anything and then realised, oh, it's because they're bringing out another series. And I was like, oh, Disney, you don't need to do that with Mando. No, it's the Mand- true. The Mandalorian is brilliant on its own. Don't try and shoehorn in and almost advertise something that's coming. It's a bit annoying. And then don't make me s- watch an episode where you're standing on a hill for ages.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, that's a God's- great episode.
0: Like, God damn Damn, send them all.
2: <laughs> Listen, we got some great artwork from that, so you can't have a go.
0: I mean, the artwork's always fantastic. In
2: any no, movie. I mean the artwork that I made for us as, as Dark Troopers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That, yeah. See, have, have you sent that over? Uh, be with you shortly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's doing it right now.
0: But yeah, yeah, I yeah, do, yeah. I, what I'm quite interested in is that, Weeks, so you, you love Mando. Hello, mate. But what do you think of those moments when... Well, personally, for my opinion, they are shoehorned in. And there are I've not thought
1: about it. that until until you just said it. And it makes perfect sense to me. Um but I I'm I don't know. I I feel like with with um with a bit of time and with the new series, with the Ahsoka series and stuff like that, a lot of it depends on how that turns out. Because if it if it follows on from those seeds that were were sown, then maybe we'll forgive them. But yeah. I mean I absolutely agree, like you can see exactly what they've done. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I feel like they were making the best of a bad situation by doing Ahsoka. Pro- like they were like, I imagine Disney were like, oh, and we want to launch these new series. Cause, so could you please get this in? Yeah. And they were like, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. In which case they did really well. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure there must have been because like it can't have been that they were like, oh, we're going to have Ahsoka in this series. And then Disney were like, oh, let's make a series about her as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It must have been the other way around.
0: Yeah, I think it's quite interesting. I think they're doing the same with Bill Burr's character and putting him into um, the Rangers.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, I mean, to, I think he earned it with that. Funnily enough, that I didn't episode. feel
2: like he was as shoehorned in there. I felt like no. he it was quite natural with him. We came back to him, and I was like, you know what? That's cool.
0: Yeah. And I think that's because of that bloody scene he did. Probably. That's because, unbelievable. God stuff. damn. That's <laughs> yeah. incredible. Probably. And he's he's earned in my opinion he could have his own show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's a hundred percent earned that and I would watch that
2: easily. Yeah, called uh well it could be called Bill Burr There and Back Again, maybe. Be quite good. <sniffs> ah
0: it's uh it's getting on, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> and I don't mean the time, I just mean <laughs> this. <laughs> this just... moment that so (sighs) that leads me to ask an ultimate question i can't quite remember what our scores were for mando series one i can guess all right well five (laughs) i think i think we may have all fived surely we fived (laughs) or maybe me being me 4.5 or prior being prior 4.5 4.5 because I think the next series is going to be a fine
1: yeah it's basically a trailer for the next series listen I I spoke to
0: future me and he said trust me but this leads me to ask the final question what's that mate of this great journey that we have had on this uh, podcast oh, what's yeah. that mate for the past what month two months what's yeah. that mate of uh, only doing this series I swear to god <laughs> Our Mando scores and our final scores for The Mandalorian season two. My God, (laughs) this is dragged out. I'm adding that tension there, adding that tension. Ben Pryor, what are your final scores for this series or season if you're in America? Several. Oh, no, sorry. (laughs) Uh, I would give it.
2: uh, Jenks got that. Chris, that was a Strictly Come Dancing reference. I love that nice yeah uh easy five e- easy five not even a thought went through my mind it just was like yeah of course it's a five it was great i loved it there
0: bosh <laughs>
1: christopher hello mate how you doing you all right? yeah no i'm good okay <laughs> that was a nice nice bit of bands from prior there yeah i loved cheers, it mate. yeah really nice
0: he makes me laugh
1: Yeah, same. More chuckle for me, but... Oh, Oh. well, okay. Hey, hey, Brian! I didn't know know he was on the call. I thought we were just listening. Chris,
2: do you know what I I really fancy is a digestive, and I haven't got one. I'm really annoyed.
1: That's tier two for you, mate. We've got billions (laughs) of them over here. As
0: soon as we finish this, I'm going to get right into this baby. Oh, don't.
1: You've eaten the cherry. He's had the the cherry. You're a monster.
0: Chris, your final scores. Five.
2: All right, then. Okay. Jinx, have you got any scores for this, mate?
0: Boys, I'm sorry, but I'm going four Mandos. Oh. You
1: are a moron, sir. Seek help. i I'm four? sorry.
0: I loved it, but things were shoehorned in. Side quest got the better of me. You're overthinking
1: ca- it. You're Other overthinking characters- it. No, I've been saying this through all of the episodes. No, it doesn't mean that you weren't overthinking it then.
0: I've been saying it.
1: This isn't about this.
0: <laughs> it's about this. <laughs>
1: It is I for, pointed at my head And my heart Respectively audience. I,
0: I, I apologise to the audience But I am going Four Mandos on this What
1: one. does your heart tell you Four Mandos No it's not No <laughs> I don't believe it I know your heart Better than you do It's
0: four It's four Mandos I'm sorry it still means I loved it
1: Yeah Well Jenks I would
2: actually Ask your future self Before you kind of Come to a final conclusion Oh yeah
0: Free. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, it's for it. it it's for mandate. It's just the next series gonna, is uh, is going to be the big one, and I don't want to go too high right now.
1: Ridiculous! <laughs> I don't know what this next series is even going to be.
0: Well, it's going to be the Mandalorian series
1: three. What's going to what? Was CGI Luke's going to be training baby Yoda? I mean, If he
0: is, it's going to be a low score from me. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't want to see that. Um, but he does look good, though. He does look great. He's in great, Well, great there we go, Nick.
0: boys. But That's us finished on the, the Mandalorian, which we've been working on for a long time. We certainly yeah,
2: have. It's like kind of, uh, you know, I'm getting that same feeling of when Mando gave up Babi Odds, you know, stuff.
0: Well, us letting go of... Yeah, this. you know. And this is us going into a new year, taking this podcast into a new year. Oh, yeah. Thank God for that. We've,
1: we've been carrying on. We've still been doing Hey, it. look, it would take more than the world imploding to stop us yeah see we'll be there you know in the
2: fallout when there's just nuclear <laughs> waste and we'll still have the yeti that'll survive a nuclear
1: explosion where yep. that bloody yetz is yet-siz. it's right here you stupid idiot
0: <laughs> oh god she's lovely She's. Lovely.
1: it's really it, I just have it on my mantelpiece now honestly <laughs> she's bit, of yeah. bit, day, <laughs> well, bit of deco yeah
0: one day bit deco boy deco and, and deco one day we shall use that again <laughs> Probably probably not though because if we do meet up and actually do it I I think it's just better if we use these mics.
1: Yeah. yeah. The quality is extraordinary. Oh,
0: so much better. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that is us saying goodbye. Um
1: and w- was that <laughs> us saying goodbye or would this be us saying goodbye? <laughs>
0: oh, well this will be us saying goodbye. <laughs> what what's about to happen in the preceding minute minute and a half is us saying goodbye. Um, obviously, we're not going to do a podcast before Christmas Day. That would be
1: outrageous.
0: It's now the twenty third of December. Yeah, but I don't know if we're going to do a podcast before New Year's. Are we, or should we? What? What don't do you want to silly. do? Do you want to do? Don't know. We don't know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, we'll just we'll have a chat, shall
2: we? We'll have, we'll have a think about it. Um, and we'll we'll get back to you. But we'll do we... a
1: let's do a Christmas special. Oh my God!
0: Yeah. Why don't we just do a special on all the stuff that we have done this year? Yeah,
2: yeah, we'll. Chris will do a montage, don't worry. He'll sort it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Send off uh, send off this year properly. I'll do a of.
1: solo bass track of it. That'd be nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> the hate is raging. through him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have been AJ Jenks and I've been with... Benjamin Pryor. And... Christopher Weeks. And this is us saying goodbye. And this is us saying goodbye to The Mandalorian for oh. a long, long time. Oh... A long, long time. It is. I. Hopefully, it'll be awesome if we're
1: still doing the podcast
0: at that point. Oh, we will be.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll pick it back up again if we oh, stop. Yeah, we'll pick it back up. But ladies and
0: gentlemen, thank you very much. We've been 8 Days of Geek and this is us saying goodbye now. Bye.
1: And Merry Christmas. And then my
0: future
2: me is going to say bye later on. <sighs> there
1: you
0: are. I ain't got nothing but love, babe. Again.